All right, here we go. Welcome to this week's episode of Views Brews. What is what, what's the name of the show? <laughs> Jesus, I just messed that up again. Remember, I told you totally Views, News, and Bruno. Yeah, Views. All I know is I, I call it Bevon now. Brew or oh, Bevon. See, yeah, that's that's why I just call it Bevon. Brew. See, be, be, Brews, Views, and other nerdities. I haven't had any drinks yet, although it kind of seems like it now. Um, that's this episode. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man. Uh, oh, um, Leonard. Adam <laughs> Gregory. Might have been those um, those seeds I uh, consumed last week. Like poppy seeds? No, those. Uh, what the hell is that fruit we were eating? They have the huge. Oh, seed. the cactus. Oh yeah. Beer. Oh cactus yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to that bit again. It was actually pretty funny. Uh, just trying to eat, get through the seeds. Yeah. Um, what do you want to pop first? Let's go with that. Uh, with that little beer, that little oh, fruited shoot. one. Let's let's get let's get the let's get the uh, the elephant out of the room. The elephant is right. It's gonna pack a punch. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, it is eight ounces, but uh... all right. This is uh, Urban Artifact astronaut food blueberry which has freeze-dried fruit tart ale it's clocking in at 15 percent alcohol by volume in a little eight ounce can because really that's all that's all that's all you get you can get yeah. you can get any more than that 15 percent you don't get uh so they, they, the can states that they put a thousand pounds of freeze dried blueberries, which is the equivalent of 11,000 pounds of fresh fruit. Really? Yeah. So this is going to be, uh, do we have to shake this? Do we have to roll it? What are we doing with I this? I don't think so. No, is this, is this real science or Bill Nye science? Is this like <laughs> a. <laughs> what is, what is you, Bill Nye's like making up science? stuff? Like making it up or is this real? Like a... Wait a second. Bill Nye isn't real science? I don't, I don't think he's real. I don't think he's a real scientist. I think he's just like. <laughs> what, a... the, what is that supposed to mean? Is that, are you. He's, uh... he, he's like a TV personality playing a scientist. Are you. Uh... That's uh, that's called slander. If I'm oh, not mistaken. oh, yeah, my, my mistake. He's he's obviously got many degrees. My, <laughs> my, my bad. Slanderous. Yeah, my, my that, bad. Is that Neil Tyson Degrassi? Is that guy legit? Oh no, no, no. I think I believe he's he's an astronomer. I believe I believe he's is he astronomer? He's astronomer, right? <laughs> I don't know. So we're just like making just making stuff. Up. Is Carl's like let's throw Carl Sagan in there too? Right? <laughs> Carl Sagan, billions <laughs> and billions. What was that? Yeah. Is that Nova? What's the show he had? I don't remember, but that was like a part of like our our school. Like a, I remember used to watch him like in class, and it, yeah, that was like a famous line. That, <laughs> billions and billions. <laughs> Uh, Cosmos? Is that what it was called? What did Gosh, I say? I was Nova? No, I think it was called Cosmos, maybe? I think you're right. I think it was Cosmos. Yeah, I think you're right. Because I think he even had a book called that. Like it was a... Did you ever read, read that um, A Brief History of, of Time? The uh, We should do that one next, because I'm not that's getting anywhere with Le Mis. Man, Le Mis is, holy cow, is it slow. It's That's considered like <laughs> one of the greatest books like ever written, right? It's like a... Man, that's like a it's got to be a college level thing, right? It's not no way that's high school. It's way too long. Like a, it's a like, it's what is it like fifteen hundred pages? Is, is where fifteen hundred pages? Me? Yeah, it's like, and it's weird because like you know it's like I said like the reason why I picked it was because I'm a fan of the uh, of the play you know and the music, and I'm realizing that you know I'm probably about eight percent of the book in. And, Wait, and you, it's you, still, said, you said you said 80 or eight? Eight eight percent. Eight percent. It's you know, and, and you really can't tell how many pages you are because like I don't know if you notice this, like on, on the Kindle, the pages are done weirdly right. where it goes yeah. up like it advances 10 or so pages, like every time you, you flip it. You yeah. It. 
Yeah. So, yeah. So, but it's like, it's, gosh, I'm realizing we talk about exposition, like in characters and stuff like that. This tells you everything about every character. I mean, even the ones that have like one song, literally for one song, the Bishop. And it's like, it has like his whole life story and the way he operates and everything about him. Like, man, he's literally in the song for like five seconds. And that's all yeah. they mentioned him. Yeah. yeah. I'm selling the Bishop, his part of the book. Yeah. We haven't even got to like the main, we haven't got to like the main character yet. Like there's like two main characters, like in the, in the play. And is that, even got is to that Jean Valjean? Is he? Yeah, exactly. Them? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like Jean Valjean. Is that the uh, Hugh Jackman character or no? Uh, you know, I never, I never saw the movie. I only, oh. see, I only know, I only know the musical and the, uh, and the, uh, uh, yeah, this musical, I guess. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and the soundtrack. Jackman, and obviously the soundtrack. And uh, Hathaway. And Hathaway. I is think it is Liam like Neeson? The... Who's the main? Who's like the, the cop? Like the, oh, the you cop did, no, you're thinking of Liam Neeson. Is like, they, I think they did another oh, version. Oh, no, no, of no, it. no. You're right. You're right. It's, you're uh, it's, the the film. it's a guy from Gladiator. Isn't Gladiator in there too somewhere? Russell Crowe? Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. I believe idea. Russell Crowe's like the cop. He might be the He might be like either John, like John, like John Valjean. John Valjean. Yeah, and then one is like a cop. There's a cop, and then there's like the prisoner. I have no idea. I've never seen any of the music, the movies, versions. There's like, there's like a couple of kids, and I have no idea what this movie's about. All I know is that everyone is miserable. Oh yeah, well that's well that's all point. Like let let me. It's like fatalistic. It's like uh, the wretched, like the wretched. uh, Les miserables. Yeah, I mean mean, it's aptly titled. Like, (laughs) like basically everybody's everybody except for like certain types of class of people are like that. You know they live like on the hog, and everybody else just hates them. All yeah, right, we, so have to get to, uh, we have to get to uh, a brief history of time at, with the that's a Stephen Hawking book. Is that what it's Ooh, called? The brief history wow. of time. That's uh, that's that's intelligent. <laughs> the, the the nerdity part of the show, we fairly we barely uh, fulfill that part of it. So maybe we should do like we don't have like full nerd like <laughs> like I don't have like my like like the, remember back in the day like the uh, one of the uh, stereotypical things was like the pocket the pocket thing with the, uh, the pencil protector yeah, the pocket yeah, pocket, yeah 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 no nah, I was never no, sorry I was never there I wasn't I wasn't that far gone. <laughs> I thought you're gonna have like your twenty sided die like you keep with oh, your that, yeah yeah well, yeah well, yeah I definitely had a bag of those that's for sure yeah <laughs> definitely had that. Uh, okay, what does it smell on this? I like wine, actually. I mean, it, you know, I kind of expect it to be like wine. It's got to be like a wine, right? I do smell a ton of blueberries, but it does it does look thin, and it smells thin. Yeah, it's a little if bit that... thicker, though. To me, it's a little bit thicker than I was expecting. So, all right, here we go. These are cheers, right? Cheers to fifteen percent. Present. Kind of whiny, like so. I'm not a big wine drinker, but. Kind of whiny, right? Like a vine. The blueberry is more like viney to me. That is sour, though. Yeah, not it's, very, it's very, it's hitchy. It is very blueberry intense, but it is very tart. Whew. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Yeah, <laughs> we're just, I think we're just talking about this. Tom, it kind of reminds me of Tom. Uh, oh, yeah. It kind of have like that, like that, yeah, like that tartness where there's like a little bit of sweetness in there, but it's like the tartness of the, um, you know, of an overripe uh, tamarind. Let it, ah, man, and it's tizzy. Let it, let it coat your tongue and let it hit the back of your tongue and you, like the size of your oh, yeah. neck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't get that neck. though. I actually managed to avoid that. Like, 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 like you're gonna like you're psychologically like imprinting wow. it in my head now. That is, a, you know, that is sour. It's very. This is what I imagine because I'm not a wine drinker. This is what I imagine wine tasting like. Oof. All right. 15% and you, you can taste all I only got blues. half of it too. I'm only gonna drink half. So, <laughs> oh, she should have told me that. <laughs> oh, did you pour the whole thing in there? Uh, I got the yeah, little glass. Only, out, so I got only, the little, I got the little, it's uh, only eight ounces. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, but still though, still, still packs a punch. <laughs> oh. You can follow it up by that triple uh that triple monkish uh, IPA well, that's in there. Mm. Okay, so uh current events in no particular order. Uh we both ordered the Extreme Beer Fest um package by Beer Advocate oh, yeah. for uh this year. I think it ships out uh next month in January. Mid mid January. That's what it says on the on the thing. And it's not a bad deal. And and, it's not. and let me tell you why. You get twelve beers um for a hundred and twenty-four dollars, I think it was. Yeah, they had a 125, 10, I think. They had a ten dollar coupon, which was they brought it down to about 115, and right. that included the shipping. Right. No so tax also no tax. No tax on yours, right? Uh yeah, I guess not because it was like one fourteen. Yeah, it was yeah, it was right down the board. Exactly. So you're basically paying about ten bucks a beer to ship to your house, and uh, and there 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 are some big names in this uh, in this box. Yeah, and they're not uh, they're not um, there's some high ABV stuff in here, so it's not like it's just you know. So you get twelve extreme beers from 12, 12 brewers. You get a year of the membership, which <clears throat> is kind of cool. Um, and the participating breweries are Ardwolf Brewing Company, which I think we've had some of those in the past. Mm, can't remember. Um, Beer Thug Life, of course, we've had some of those. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a collab. Bolero Snorch Brewery, I've never heard of before. Yeah. And then, then a big one that Dogfish had one. They're going to throw in a 2019 bourbon barrel aged worldwide stout, which which I'm I think we had already. Which I believe we had at the LA Extreme Beer Fest, although that might have been 2018. So I can't remember what year we went. And then we had some variants. I think we had like a vanilla one, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Right. Uh, and so that's an 18.3. Talking about clocking in, that's an 18.3% uh, 12 ounce yeah. bottle. Um, then there's a funky Buddha, which we haven't had in in quite some time. Yeah, which 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 de which defied our lot. Our our we thought we thought we were gonna get the tons of funky Buddha because uh, you know they had sold out, and we thought we were, the the distribution would be way better. And for some reason, California never got never got a, became a part of that. Yeah, we were big fans of that maple bacon porter uh, back a few years. That was a pretty tasty. Oh yeah, pretty the, tasty. Last snow and maple bacon porter. Those were two like ones that were big. The last time was that like a coconut one? That's coconut one, coconut porter. Yeah, and then both of the, both of those were highly rated. I don't know about now because it's been a while, but yeah, remember back in the day, those were both highly rated. Yeah, then they had the morning wood, the uh, variants. Yeah, the yeah. barrel variants. Very tasty, very tasty beers that we don't get a hold of anymore. Um, then there's a Great Notion Stout. Uh, then there's that Hapa Serve Serveria, which is a, it's a Brazilian. A, I yeah, we, I've had a couple of those. Uh, I think I have too. I think I actually have too. Don't forget, I did the Extreme Beer Fest box last year, so uh, that, oh. I, I believe they were in there last year. Oh, okay. And then probably the brewery I'm looking forward to the most is Kane. Well, yeah, they haven't. Kane. Yeah, they haven't announced what they're putting in there yet. So yeah, I hope it's one of those. Uh, what is it? What Breakfast they brunch, like the brunch. Oh yeah, uh, the brunch series. Mm. So I'm hoping it's a some sort of uh, pastry stout. Yeah. Um, which they excel at making. Uh, Modus Brewing, which we've had a few of those because we get them in the uh, in the Tavor shipments. Oh yeah, that's right. And then probably the hottest brewery right now is Mortalis, and that's also in there. Would, yeah, would you say that's probably the hottest brewery right they're now? They're definitely they're very hot. Yeah, you look at their you look at their scores, and they're like uh, I think a lot of because I mean, we've had we had those like we've had about four we've had four plus Mortalis beers, and uh, you know to me it's like it's kind of like uh, they're okay. But they're not like you know I you know the when it comes to like the like that uh, slushy type or 
the fruited beers. You know, I've had better, but they're super hyped. They look at the like the ratings; they're almost like on average like a four point four for for each one of wow. our beers. So yeah, yeah. Every time I go to an event and they're there, that line's probably argue, mm. arguably does the most business. I think. Yeah, and literally, I mean, I I think that um, gosh, what did I have? I think it was one of the uh, it was a Sphinx beer. I'm not, I'm sure you popped that Sphinx. Yeah, man, that thing was like it was almost like undrinkable. It was so thick. It was just like literally <laughs> like like the smoothie. I mean, it was literally. Like, you know, you know, typically you wait for like the head to come down and everything settles. Nothing yeah. settled. It was just like a pure head and just like fruit, just like, fruit. you know, it was, it was so pureed. Speaking of hard to drink and pureed, the one I had, I had another one of those cans last night that we talked about. I don't know if we had it on the show, but it's that evil twin banana cheesecake stout. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was basically like a smoothie style stout, if if you will. Yeah. Because it was so thick it, with the puree. It was a tough, uh, it yeah. was a tough drink. Did no we doubt. have that evil twin? Was it the evil twin one that was like a chocolate one? And like I told you, like I had a hard time like yeah, that was it. it. That was a chocolate oh, that was banana one. cheesecake. Yeah, <laughs> I told yeah, you yeah. that was like man, I I like I you know, I mean it literally <laughs> was like a melted chocolate. Bar. I got I got very little like bananas. To me, it was melted chocolate bar. Yeah. So a single cut beersmith, which we also had a few previously. And then Southern Grist is another one of those Tavor uh, uh, breweries that we get a yeah, little bit of. fruited beers, too. I, I expect the fruited beer will come from them. So it's, uh, let's see, you got a lager. You had a pastry lager, which I don't yeah, think Yeah, that's weird. I, I was telling my friend about that. I was like, you know, I was like, yeah, this is kind of weird. I don't think we've ever had a a pastry lager that like that. You know, you know like, I mean, we, we have, you know, we've had I, IPLs, you know, Indian pa- pale laggers and stuff like that. We've had other stuff, but... That's got to be like off the cuff. That's got to be, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's going to be interesting because, you know, like the lager yeast doesn't impart any uh, fennels and stuff like that. So that's, that's going to be interesting what they do with that. So that's the Modus Brewing Company. It's called First Call Frappe. It's a turtle cheesecake coffee lager. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of adjuncts in there. Yeah. It's got a lot of this stuff. I think they have like cinnamon and stuff in there. It's got like, is it's the- got it. Is, but by the turtle, do they mean like the chocolate and caramel? Or knows what the turtles are? Yeah, like yeah. The turtle bar, the little candies with like, yeah. a, I think it's peanuts, chocolate, and caramel. Is that is what the that turtle what is? is? I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I, know, I, I know the candy, but I'm like, I can't remember what's inside. That was just chocolate. That was like a chocolate. Uh... Should be interesting. So those come in a month, and I think they're doing like a, like a, that says you have access to like Discord chats when they pop the beers. Uh, mm. to, to hear them like, you know, discuss how they made it and, and, pop them open all right um i was sharing with you the uh the re-up for the uh oh yeah <laughs> the, the russian river um sailor society and so of course the first question that popped up remember um, i told you i told the, you the first question that popped up is where are we going to get exclusive access to bottles of Pliny the younger and i think what prompted that question was when they released the details of Pliny the younger for in person only there was a statement said that there will no, there will not be any online sales or shipping of Planet of the Younger for this year, right? And so right. that prompted the cl- the the club members who pay five hundred yeah. bucks for twelve hours, are we going to get access to Planet of the Younger? And then there's a little bit, like maybe a little bit of backlash. I think people were. Uh, I think uh, I think we, we mentioned that. Remember, we, we kind of like we, I think we gave our theories on why there should have been why you know. So we so we kind of went over that and yeah, that, that got shut down real quick. We talking about that on the show? I think we did. I think we mentioned like like that there should be, you know, you're a member and you should, you know, you should have like the bottle access. To, you know, at least get like you know a couple of them. And uh, anyway, I think I'm pretty sure we mentioned it prior. Yeah, I can't imagine why they can't put four bottles 
together to put for 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 club members. Yeah, I honestly can't. I honestly can't figure out the reason why they can't do that. Right, right. And it's like you said, like initially, that's like a that was like a great incentive, you know, like to to get the club. Yeah. And in fact, you know, even when they were doing the box, like the box sets with the four bottles, I mean, that was like that was an incentive for me to get it. Like I would never go down to was it Santa Rosa or were they up north? Yeah, Santa Rosa. But, so, but so when they when they had that you know that that chance to get the four bottles in the set, I was like, yeah, heck yeah, I'm in. So I guess the theory we had was that they didn't make enough this year. It's possible. Is that, is it's that possible the, because uh, they are distributing it. No, they are sending it out to. Uh, they're oh, in, the, uh, in the cakes. You mean they're, right? They're exactly. Cakes. Exactly. So they're bringing that back. Oh, you're right. Because now, if you if you can't do if you can't do in person at the brewery and you can't send kegs out throughout the state, right? Then you have we have excess of it that you can bottle and sell, right? But now, if we're open, you have to set that stuff aside to keg it and send it out to your uh, to your uh, your distribution network. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. So that they literally don't have any left to to bottle. Yeah, and actually, that would have been like, what was the response when they were like the people? Were people like, well, you know, like no that, response. No oh, response. she's no. Yeah. I don't think there was a response be, be, beyond that. No, it's going to be in person. You oh. know, a simple response. Well, you know, it's being distributed. You know, I, I kind of sometimes like Russian River does that, where they're just kind of like, you know, unless unless enough unless enough people complain, they won't say anything. So. Yeah. yeah, well, and there was only like, and even I, even I submitted a post because you know, and I don't really, rarely submit posts, but it seemed like if we had it last year, we should have access to it this year. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, like a simple response of "there's not enough." You know, it's just like you know, now that it's being di- back to uh, places being distro, there's not enough of it. That's and then that just yeah. ends, the, and then that just ends the whole thing right there. It's like, okay, and they said like, hey, they said something to the effect of. Uh, it's going to be in person. Like we look forward to seeing you in person. I'm not going to drive up to Santa Rosa yeah. to pick up two bottles. You have to go to uh, 30 degrees to get it. Yeah. Especially when we get it here at 30 degrees at both the Alhambra and the Mono. You're not going to go though. No, heck no. <laughs> That's why I said last year was perfect. Last year was like beautiful. Like the, yeah, it's just like order in you know, online four bottles. That was perfect. And I think it's a two bottle limit in person, right? Yeah. Which is, which is weird in itself too. It's only, you only, but, but you, you know, you, you can drink your, you can drinks like I forget how many glasses they let you get. And then you could get two bottles per person. So even then, you still are kind of limited. You know, yeah. If you're there for the to 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 load up on the Pliny the Younger, you know, you're not going to really be able to. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what the turnout is, uh, especially with this Omicron variant uh, circulating now through uh, California. Right. Right. Although they're saying like you need you need not fear Omicron. Which is uh, see every time I hear that word Omicron, I think about I think of the David Bowie game. The David Bowie game? Yeah, there was a game that came out a while back. I'm not sure, but yours was a PC game. It was called Omicron with a K, not the not the uh, Greek letter Omicron, which is the which is the virus is named after. But the it was called Omicron with the K, and basically it had like the uh, it's the entire like um, or the majority of the hours album in the game. So, so huh. it's kind of cool. And I David Bowie's in there and he plays like his music too. So is he like Jareth? Is he like a character? No, well, it's kind of like Polygon because it's like an older game. It's like a it's probably like a nineties type game. So it's you know, but the music's in there, so it's cool, you know. Hmm. That's one of my favorite know. albums from him. I think I just saw he does he have a new album out? I thought I saw it probably does. He has he's probably, like he's dead, right? Has he like they're like trying to just yeah, rifle yeah, through his uh, his whatever he has like demos of. It's like, like Elvis. Every year, Elvis <laughs> has like a new album. It's like you know. Oh man, uh, yeah. I thought I saw there was a 
a Bowie album out. Um, yeah. But I don't you know, know. I've always, you know, like my thing is, if you're going to do re albums like remaster and like in picture disc, you know, like the picture disc. Oh, yeah. Like a know, collectible. Yeah, exactly. So I have a reason to get it. Like a, a, a nice picture disc, marbled, you know, colored wax. Then, then I have a reason to get it again. <laughs> I can get like this, like, you know, favorite albums, get them over and over again. Yeah, no, I need to I need to invest in that twenty thousand oh dollar turntable. That's <laughs> crazy. The picture of yeah, I was like, what is that? Like, it's not even like it's uh, not even like the future. Like, it's like it's the past, but it's like the best of the past. Yeah, like, I I don't understand why you would pay twenty thousand. It's like I told you, like it's a Bateman. It's, it's the Bateman yeah, model exactly. It's to me, it's also yeah. It's like a it's like a it's like a flex. It's a weird flex. It's as as the kids will will say because it's basically it's like hey come listen to my vinyl collection of my twenty thousand dollar uh, <laughs> record player and you know and not even the speakers the speakers themselves were like twenty thousand too it's like yeah it's like it's just like yeah you you're probably if you got that much money you're like you're you're living like in you know it's yeah you're yeah it's already you're like a hate you're hated already so yeah, yeah. I can't imagine investing forty grand in a turntable <laughs> and speakers but hey if I, you have the disposable cash I, I said like what is this like the Lambo of like of of uh, of uh, vinyl like right there yeah that's crazy. Oh, you should. I, I gotta. I should have sent over the catalog to you because then the cartridges are. You know, you can buy the the cartridges, yeah. and they're several thousand dollars with the cartridges with the styluses in them. Was it me on a gold? I'm imagining gold and platinum like <laughs> like settings everywhere, like in the thing, like actual gems, like like diamond, like needle diamond, like you know, that's crazy. Um, speaking of David Bowie, uh, we have that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, on the uh, agenda, so was he, David Bowie in there? He's is he a character? Isn't Bowie one of the characters in there? Mm. Is he a stand? Is he a stand? It might be the one of the songs. <laughs> might, might be one of the songs because mm. you know I have I have uh, yeah I have, I'm, I'm almost like forgetting like which which characters have been which <laughs> songs which rock bands have been used in, in uh, JoJo. I've only think... seen I've only seen the first two seasons and uh, it, to me it was kind of unwatchable. But I know uh, I know oh, you, it's, it's you guys yeah. you're gonna yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. like it. Which is funny because my favorite season is season three. So so like you didn't even get to like the like the my stands with the, with the stands exactly with stands. the stands like like featuring like Dio like and that's an obvious like uh, you know yeah but Dio's in the first Dio's in the first two is he, yeah, oh, he's in the he first come, one but he, he but come he back as a stand does he come back as a stand he yeah he gets a stand not only is he like a vampire but he but he gets the power of the stand he gets like like his his stand the world becomes like it, it looks like um like murray it's like it's like it's like a, <laughs> it looks like murray. oh is it really yeah yeah if you ever i don't know if you've ever seen like a like a drawing of it it's like it's literally murray like yeah so i think the, I think the second season has like the aztecs the is it is it wham whammo yeah yeah you're right those are the pillar men yeah the pillar oh, the pillar men that's yeah. right yeah, yeah yeah you're right Th those they're like like super buff like like half naked guys that walk and they're and they're like they're like like they're too like they're, they're almost like godly characters no yeah they are definitely godly characters yeah. Yeah, it's, so, it's, so was, the first the first yeah. season is basically JoJo versus Dio, right? Right. right I right. think they're it's like just, yeah. they're like raised as siblings. Is that the story? That is correct. Yeah, <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, which I, which I assume is like it's probably based like on some kind of lore, like a like a like a Shakespearean or maybe a Japanese story. You know, it's like, you know it's like they pick the siblings, in the, the siblings, and they become like like rivals. And yeah. Stuff like that. yeah. And then the second season has the Pillar Man with the with the with. Wham. But it's not uh, it's not JoJo anymore because it's a different like the next generation I think right, right? 
Right, 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 right. So every season has like the next generation. Is that what? Yeah. Happens? Although, yeah. Although this this uh, this new season, season six, actually has one of the reoccurring characters. The main the main uh, which who I call the main character, the uh, the Jotaro character. Yeah. It, to me, he's like the main guy. Like if he's not like in there, like I'm gonna have like it's gonna be less appealing to me. Like you need him to be in there because he's he's to me he's like the he's like the coolest character out of all of them. So. So I saw the trailer a little bit before the show, and it's yeah. a it's a female right. I guess, protagonist. Is she is, is she is she the of the lineage of Jojo? That is correct. Yep, <laughs> she's the daughter of the of the character I just mentioned. Yeah, that's, that's oh, his okay. daughter. Yeah, <laughs> and she's in she's arrested and she's put in jail for something. Right, right, falsely accused. Yeah, you, you <laughs> know, and I and I never I didn't read the manga, so so I didn't know. So I'm so I'm in the you know some some I'm, I'm in the process of kind of you know getting to know it too, even though they had the twelve episodes. So yes, it's like falsely accused because you know, and, and everybody hates like the like the jo- the JoJo family because they brought down they brought down the the downfall of like all the you know like, you know evil guys and you know, they always got to get revenge for like their you know the followers and stuff like that. So, yeah. So, so that's basically what the plot line is so far. So this is called Stone Ocean. Is that right. the name of the stand? No, no, no. Wait, wait is it? Her? Yeah, that actually, I think, I that think is it's her. the name yeah, of the yeah. stand, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that is her. Uh, yeah, and I can't remember what it's based on because you got to remember every every like not everyone but a lot of the stands. And even the characters' names are based on rock bands, but they never like because they can't like do it like when they when they subtitle it's got to they change like the words around. Like for example, one of the characters or one of the or one of the stands of a character is called Kiss, and they're like so they can't you know you can't say Kiss, but even though you hear you know so they can't subtitle, but it says Smack. So when it's so when it's subtitled, it's Smack, but it's Kiss. You know, because <laughs> Kiss. Yeah. There's a highway to hell. There's like oh, a highway to hell. They change they change that to something else too. And there's a there's a Foo Fighters. There's like a you know what's all the new ones. And there's in fact, like the main Oingo character's Boing- name is Johnny. Oingo Boingo. Oingo Boingo was one. Yeah, Oingo Boingo was one that was back in the back in the uh, the other series. There's a the main character's called her name is Jolene. Jolene Cujo. She's the main character. And it's funny because it's you know it's you kind of like assume it's a, it's based on the Jolene the the song by Dolly Parton. And sure enough, like early on in the in the in the anime, one of the other characters has like a little she she, she shrinks her down and she starts like singing the song. She's like Jolene, 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 and then she th- she th- she throws her. So it's kind of funny because like he's obviously confirming what you already know. And the last so. name's Cujo. Is it references like the Stephen King? It's all pop culture know. references. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. I'm not sure. It's, it's possible. Beyond... Yeah, I'm not. It's, yeah. it's possible. It's possible. But uh, yeah. And then they, they also had um, pop music in this, right? Yeah. So oh, like yeah. The, oh, the yeah. Walk like absolutely. The Egyptian. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the roundabout. Uh, yeah. The roundabout by, um, uh, by um, yes. Yeah. I think you're right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then the other one is the uh, the one that I like. The, the song that I didn't really, I guess I didn't care for back when it came out was that uh, one where he mentions like the chicken or the, uh, what does he say? Like the chicken cherry cola song. I forget the, the I forget chicken song it cherry yeah cola it's it's, song? it's, 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 it's by a savage garden savage gardens um yeah, dun, 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 dun. it's like if you hear it like you know the song <laughs> it's one of those it was one of those like really bad songs but savage garden song and, that, and it's is in, that an 80s song i, I think it's a, I think it's a late 80s or 90s song yeah all right and i forget what i always forget what it's called but it's a it's it's a it's like a catchy song that was one of the songs that was played and yeah, we were wondering what they were going to play for this one, and I can't. Remember, I, I, I didn't. I didn't recognize it. And it was some band that came out, I guess, in two thousand something. And the the other funny thing is, like, um, that Andy was telling me that that this plot thing was written in two thousand, but the story takes place in twenty eleven. So the huh. the author had to like kind of like 
like, look ahead. Exactly. But it's funny because like CDs are like very prominent in there. Uh, and I think in 2011, I think we were about pretty much like, oh, yeah, I know oh, yeah. we were at the end. Streaming. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Like MP3s were starting to take over. But yeah, one or of the, the characters uh, had like CDs. The uh, iPod. Yeah, because I think it was like around 19, late 90s is when like Napster came along. And then, then, it's, and then the MP3 thing started like building and building and building. So, um so you so is that all out on netflix is that uh, for the first 12 episodes and i i was telling and i assume it's probably gonna be about three seasons probably probably about 30 something episodes i don't i don't know for a fact but i'm Wait. assuming it's gonna be about two or three seasons so the first season is 12 episodes long yeah yeah as okay. far as i know it's like the 12 episodes and that's gonna be the first season right there which, now, which is but, weird because back when it was originally streaming uh on the uh crunchy roll the uh, the anime series it was one per week it was one episode per week so it's it is was kind of weird seeing them all 12 together like real like quick so that was so that was interesting so this is this is season six or seven yeah, se- yeah season six yeah. and they're gonna p- produce three se- three new seasons i assume i, I, don't, I don't know how many all together I, I didn't check it out but i assume it's gonna be probably be about three probably about 36 episodes or so okay yeah, makes me yearn for the uh, Robotech, uh, the Robotech days. I'll, st- I'll stick to my Robotech. I couldn't get I'll into the JoJo the, stuff. Man, I haven't. Yeah, as far as I know, that hasn't been Macross in a long time. And they were supposed to always. They were supposed to always continue that that series, but what happened? There was there was always there's always talks about Robotech. Yeah. They uh, barely new just Robotech. got like, right. Yeah, somebody just got the rights back to it. Like they barely just did that. So like like Harmony Gold, like Carl yeah, Masek? it's like that Harmony Gold thing. And the uh, who's is Carl Masek still alive? Uh, no, I don't think so. Actually, oh, I don't think so. who's a, who, this Harmony Golden? Who was the? I forgot what Japanese company owns the uh, the Macross. Didn't uh, didn't Toby Maguire buy the rights to Robotech at one point in time? No, that was a rumor from back in the day that he wasn't. Was he supposed to play Rick Hunter back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's long. That's long past now. That's long gone. Those days are done. Mm-hmm. Man, this is tart, tart, tart. Yeah, let me know when you're ready to move on. I need to. Oh, jeez. What do you want to do? Well, you gotta probably have to do a monkish next. Oh, uh, I kind of wanted to go with the uh, the um, Wild Works. Really? Yeah. So you want to after that? You're gonna just gonna power through IPAs? Yeah, okay. yeah, that's, yeah. It's no big deal. Uh, all right, I need, I need a few. I need a few minutes. Let's keep on all going. Right. I get it because I'm pretty. I put the whole can and I, I have to reuse that glass. So. Oh. Um, I don't know. Do you have a Wild Works glass? I don't have a Wild no. Works glass. No. And I, no I was there and I didn't buy any glasses. Yeah, no glass. I think maybe because I'm not a fan of their logo. Their, their logo is like a train barrel. It's like a, a barrel, barrel with, with yeah. a train, like a train, yeah. right? It has yeah. like a smokestack on it or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm not quite sure what that means. What's what is Weld? I mean, what what does the name Weldworks come from? No idea. It probably it's probably a regional thing. Yeah, it's like a probably means something for the region that they're in. Well, because and it's not Weldworks like W O R. It's W E R K. Right. So I don't, I don't even know what that means. Right. Um, so also, you also want to review that Jack Reacher uh, tra- trailer. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird thing because like I had never been into Jack Reacher before. So so all of a sudden I kind of like got into it because I because I had saw the trailer, and uh, in a, it's one of the few things on, on Amazon that, that actually caught my attention. It's not it's out like yet thing. though, right? It's no, just a it's not till like it's not taking February or March, so it's not coming out for a while. So when you think of Jack Reacher, you think of the original movie with Tom Cruise, <laughs> which I had to go watch just to just to. Uh, oh, you saw it? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Well, it's it's free on the uh, on one of the Paramount service or something like that. Now, is are there two of them? 
There's two, two movies. movies. Two movies, and, yeah. And are both on on a streaming or just the one? Nah, just the one. I, I kind of, you know, I kind of wanted to get the second one, but I'm like, you know, the first one is just, it's kind of weird. Um, some of the stuff that happens in there, you know, like it's like, wait a minute, like did he just do what I think he did? And it's just like kind of weird. It's never explained. And and I was like, eh, I don't think I want to see this segment. Not to mention that the that the Jack Reacher character, you know, <laughs> I, I found this after the fact that Jack Reacher, the actual book character, is six foot five. He's like 250 pounds. He's like, he's like a mon. He's like a, like a, like a tight, like a tight end, like an NFL tight end. Yeah. That's and, like, that's not that you just perfectly described Tom Cruise. He's five seven. He's like, he's like literally the opposite. He's like the Gimli of, uh, the Gimli of, uh, Gimli Reacher. <laughs> so, so, so the, the Jack Reacher character is supposed to be like a tall, because the guy in the, the trailer is huge. He's huge. I told you, the guy's massive. <laughs> well, and, and I sent you that way. I forget what website it was. And they were like kind of goofing on like Tom Cruise. And like, like, like he's like, a, this guy's like, a, like Tom Cruise, like his child. Like, a, like a, so, yeah. so Jack Reacher is a, is a novel series. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And so is he like child. a hitman? Is he like an enforcer? No, what no. is his, because what, what, I saw the first movie, I'm sure. I don't remember, don't yeah. remember what it's about. Yeah, they don't really say too much in the movie either because it's kind of like a mysterious character. But if you look up like the like the wiki, you know, you t- and it talks about the character. I think I believe he's just like a marine, like a what do you call it? The uh, military police. He's like military peace police who picks up skills along the along the line in his travels, like his combat skills. He's not. He's supposed to be like I think they said like he's he's like half. The author says he's half Rambo, half Rimbald. The I guess like the the. I don't know if he's a philosopher, a scientist, or yeah, something like a like French philosopher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rimbald, Rimbald, half Rimbald, half Rambo, and, uh, and he's, so yeah, he's, not, he's not. He's not special forces or anything. He's, he's just like a big dude that powers through everything. So what's which his is hilarious? Role, what's his what is what is his role in the novels then? Uh, I think he's like a wanderer. Like he leaves like oh, the military. Geez. He's just like a wanderer. He's like he, kind of like a Rambo character. He's like and a wanderer. Just gets into trouble wherever he goes, or like he yeah, finds which is weird. To, it, yeah, like, exactly. Does detective work wherever he goes. I mean, exactly, what? exactly. I, I guess he's like a military police detective in, uh, in his past life, and then um, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't have like Navy SEALs training, special ops, you know, artists, you know. So, so as far as I know, he hasn't. I I, I just bought the the first book so I can start oh, okay. catching up on it. But the, the weird thing about that first Tom Cruise movie is it's book number nine, which is really weird. Like, hey, let's have let's 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 start up a character called Jack Reacher. We'll both start at book nine. So like they don't they, so they don't really in the movie they can't even tell you what's going on really because it's not even at book number book number one. Uh, so don't, you don't have enough exposition. Yeah, it's just like yeah, things are happening and there's I mean, there's like that there's a real shocking thing in the movie which is really unexplained. Like towards the end, you said you saw the movie, right? years ago I wouldn't even be able to tell you what it's about yeah the movie's called the, i mean the it's based on the book called one shot it's uh it's based about sniper and this, this guy gets accused of like killing these people and it's not somebody else it's i can't remember the, it's a guy who played in the ter, in the terminator the one that played kyle reese the new one in the in the genesis movie like he's a bad guy and he's got a he's got this leader that's like it, it, it makes no sense. They never explained the leader guy, but he controls this little group, and they're trying to like uh like uh you know they kill some people. And the end of the movie, um, the last guy left is this old man, this old like this decrepit guy who's controlling this little group of like assassins. And then you know normally in the, in the movie like you go okay you know, he's like arrest me like it's no big and he, t- he tells like the Richard Garrett like, like arrest me like I'm gonna go to American prison it's gonna be like a holiday for me like I come from like the cyber you know from uh, Siberia where it's like I literally had to like chew my fingers off and you know like and so you know so Jack Reacher you know you think okay like you know the cops whatever he kills him he just like shoots him in the head it's like like what the what is going like why like how you can't you just keeps murder not only did, not only does he murder him. 
but he does it in front of like the like the uh it's the da Oh, uh, and she's like she's just sitting right there and like nothing happens to him <laughs> it's the weirdest thing i've ever seen in a movie i've never seen that before i'm like he literally murders the guy and then just gets and he goes on to the next That's adventure it. and then you so, go free and then you go free like so it's like i don't maybe there's something they haven't explained with the what the guy he shot maybe he uh, maybe he knows that he's like some you know it's never explained why he kills this guy like you know out of the blue and why the da doesn't like now you know you realize that you, know, you just murdered that guy so you're under arrest too right you, right you realize that. it's just it's so weird so yeah and so was it any good or no it's okay but it's just like really weird it's just like bizarre like like logic in the movie like you know it's okay to kill like if, like if you get a hunch like you need to kill this person like you know did you watch, did you watch the uh, jack ryan series on amazon no i didn't no i've only oh, seen the i've only seen the uh the old movies yeah you can watch go back and watch those with the uh the dude from the office is uh jack ryan do you really see, see, see i don't picture him as like being <laughs> like a i mean i, I guess because wasn't jack ryan like uh I mean, um, what's his face? Well, Harrison Ford played yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. So. Han Solo plays him. So yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. why not? Yeah. Well, yeah. don't forget that uh, what's his name? The dude from The Office, um, Jim. I, I don't watch <laughs> what's it. What's the actor's name? Yeah, the only one I know from The Office is that. No, no, that's the only guy I know from there. Uh, Jim Carroll or is that what his name is? Jim Carroll. You know what I'm talking about Jim Carroll. Yeah, yeah. Steve, Steve, Steve Carroll. Carroll. Steve Carroll. Yeah, the forty-year-old virgin guy. <laughs> no, no. So the thing I asked about the Jack Reacher. Um, trailer besides the guy is like totally jacked yeah and, yeah uh, he's, yeah he's huge wearing shirts two sizes too small <laughs> for him yeah but yeah just one thing that we, where he doesn't have a shirt on it's it, that's oh, like yeah. real <laughs> yeah it's like real <laughs> yeah uh is this it was a lot of like uh comedy one-liners is is that the tone of the movie or the novels well like i said I, i've just picked up the first book so i'm barely going to be and apparently this is based on the first book the the tv series so so i'm, so I'm just going to start reading that so i really don't know you okay. know yeah so so that the, to, the tone seems super light and uh and comedic i'm not yeah. sure if that's a tone that's supposed to be yeah if that's going to be throughout the show yeah 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 it's um yeah and then also the the actor uh i believe like i believe he plays he's playing Hawkman or, or hawk uh in you know one of the one of the dc uh things oh, gee, are they, i don't think they're making any more dc movies he, he was he was hawk like Hawkman in one of the uh, oh DC he was movies. in one yeah. of the movies previous. yeah yeah i think they killed him off on the series but yeah he's a big oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that the acting seemed kind of bad in the, the yeah trailer. well you can tell well first he's like a model he's like a, you know he's like he's a model ex-model i think ex like uh you know, I think he was actually on America's Top Model, so one oh. of those programs. Yeah, yeah. Some act, a little bit of acting lessons, a little bit. Yeah. But the, but you bit. never know. That might just be the way the Jack Reacher character is. You know, you know, it might be like he's like Rambo. You know, where he doesn't need to act. It's just like yeah, I'm just gonna beat everybody. I'm just gonna bludgeon everybody. It's just like you know, just you you just stand there and look. You just stand there and look good. Don't say much. <laughs> and then there's that one scene toward the end where, like, I guess he's an outside of a motel oh, and oh, yeah. there's four drunk college guys. Yeah, yeah. And this guy's the guy's got to be at least six five. I'm thinking uh, six six two. The actual actor's six two. So. Oh, he looks huge, massive. Yeah, and, they, they, I think they make him look. Unlike uh, Tom Cruise, they actually make <laughs> him look like bigger. So yeah. And the four like goofy college guys are like, yeah, we're gonna kick your ass. Yeah. yeah. Like, in what world would <laughs> like me, you, Tony, and Mark look at the six five god? Yeah. And say like, yeah, we're gonna kick your ass. I, I think it's supposed to be like drunk too, like maybe. So see, what, that guy's you know what's so weird? Well, well, here's the weird that thing. Guy. That seems kind of like in the movie that the in the Tom Cruise movie, and he kind of says the same <laughs> thing. He goes like, he goes like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat up three of you. There's like five guys, Jeez. and then he goes, two of you are gonna run. So I think it's a reoccurring line uh, probably. Of dialogue that he says like all the series 
probably. I can't imagine in what world those four guys are going to attack that huge man. You're right. You're right. Tom, Tom Cruise and hell, we would have been like, <laughs> oh, we're going to kick your ass so bad. There's nothing you can do to stop it. Yeah, I couldn't, I, the line was funny, obviously, but it yeah. seemed totally unrealistic that those five, those four guys were trying to yeah, get him yeah, that ass. Yeah. Especially, like, yeah, drunk, you're right, drunk college guys. But if, but if, but if they go along like with the way the movie is, they're like, they're paid to go beat him up. So that's, so that's what I'm assuming is going to happen. Oh, like, they're like hired, like muscle to you know all right what do you want you want to so see you want to do the weld worker one well yeah let's go one yeah next? let's go for that after 15 percent. jeez i'm assuming this is a stats it's another heavy beer it does sound does, does sound yummy though coffee french toast stout oh yeah times milk stout which i'm not sure what that means Brewed with maple syrup, cinnamon, Peruvian coffee, milk, sugar, and vanilla. Man, it has all the right adjuncts. Yep, that's a lot of stuff. You know, for me, though, that maple syrup, though, can be uh, a little overwhelming. That's true. Coffee French toast stout. Wow. Where's the, uh, I can't see the uh, ABV on this. Do you see the ABV on this? Nope. If I do, it's probably black. It's probably blanked out by the darkness of the, uh, the label. I see it's, I do not see an ABV in this. Hmm, it's weird. I don't think that, it's one of those things where it's Colorado. Oh, no, there it is right there. 7.1. Yeah. So it's not, not, not too heavy. No, I like the art, though. It's like breakfast. We should have started the show at 8 a.m. Oh, man. Yeah, speaking of that, yeah. Oh, first thing you get off of there, that's like a, that's an easy, easy adjunct to pick up. Or the maple syrup? No, actually, I picked the coffee. Like, the coffee hit me real hard. Oh, that's coffee. Like lots of coffee. It's pour, it's pouring thin like coffee too. Yeah. Well, it's like seven point one. So you're not, you know, you know. No, no. I mean, the color of it, the pour of it, it's like a cold. It's like a cold coffee. Oh yeah. Yeah. Smell that. Smell it. Smell the glove. Yeah, lots of coffee. Oh, I'm just well, getting mostly coffee. She should be made to smell the glove. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have uh, you can't have uh, now if now if you were if they were doing it to you oh <laughs> no, like that the, the one part where it's like we're like uh we're like uh, david st hubbins is like we're not really saying she'd be made she should be made to smell the glove oh, and then yeah, andrew comes in like no no she we, should be made to smell yeah. the glove <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong it's sexist what's, what's wrong with being sexy it really is brilliant to catch on like the little nuances. Oh yeah, of that yeah. Uh, of that movie. Yeah, yeah. and also Fran was right though to tell Nigel like you don't say anything, you just like be quiet. <laughs> See, I'm getting the maple syrup more than anything else. Really, I'm getting coffee, 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 coffee. It's kind of weird how you know the it's like really individual palettes and oh, yeah. factories that we pick up on on things a little bit different. I'm getting nothing but maple syrup on the nose. Yeah, okay, I just get, I'm getting coffee. And it does have like that breakfasty. All right, I'm ready. Yeah. All right, here we go. Cheers. Pros it. Wow. Um, oh yeah. That is delicious. Yeah, kind of like the ma maple bacon porter. And, and it's and and it's very light on the maple. It's very. not too heavy handed on the maple. You know, I'm I'm, a, I'm I like the maple, but I usually criticize it because they they they're heavy handed with the, exactly. with the maple syrup. Yeah. It's sweet, but not too sweet. 
I'm not sure if I'm getting a bunch of the coffee. You, so you're getting a bunch of coffee on it too? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now that I started drinking, uh, I'm I'm drinking a cup of coffee. I got I got a whole bunch of different K cups. So I'm trying all kinds of different kind, medium roast. Oh yeah. You know, light roasts, dark roasts, different brands. So now I'm starting to like detect it more. So yeah. okay, I got I got the maple syrup. I got the coffee. Are you getting the cinnamon and the vanilla? No, I, the vanilla, yeah, vanilla a little bit on the back end. No, not so much the uh, the cinnamon though. Well, mm. yeah, not really so yeah. much in the cinnamon. As usual, I don't think there's very many of the Weldworks beers that we do not like. That is correct. That is correct. I mean, if you think about, yeah, I've had a number back. of them. I don't yeah. know if you've had any of the. Uh, did you ever? Pop, I think I saw it in my fridge. Did you ever pop that watermelon one? Watermelon. Uh, yeah, things like. I mean, did you get that? Did I get you? No. Maybe I didn't give you a can. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I got it yeah. my divorce, like a watermelon uh, <clears throat> fruited. Like beer. Fresca, or is it like a what was the style? Goza? It might be. It might have been a Goza. Hmm. Might have been. No. All right. So anything else for corner events before we get onto the uh, the mm-hmm. reviews? Mm-hmm. I feel no, like I we're missing so. something. No. no, no Omicron. No, uh, that kid mm, who got no. off for shooting the for shooting and killing the. Uh, no. Or the, those parents that they fled the fret, the those parents who uh, bought the kit that gun that shot up the school, who fled and they caught him. <laughs> you, no. you don't like the you don't you don't like getting delving into like the serious social political. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, that is correct. Like no caught, like no comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They apparently they found that they found those the parents that were like hiding out, and uh, I guess they mm. issued like a ten thousand dollar reward for their capture. Uh, but they found them last night. So, so again, for, they'd probably be the first people, parents to stand trial for involuntary manslaughter in one of these school shootings, which should be, um, which should be well, interesting you know, to follow along. It, in the past, you know, we've, I mean, we've, I mean, we're like old school, like, uh, you know, we've always, you know, yours, the parents kind of have responsibility the way the laws were made for your kids. So now it's going to come to fruitation. Yeah. Um, well, this one's a little bit more blatant because I guess the day before school, the bef- day before he had drawn this picture <clears throat> of him, busy, I think of him shooting the school up and the the faculty, the staff found it and like called the parents up and said, hey, look, your kid needs some mental health mm. help. Mm. Uh, or he was Googling like ammunition, like how to buy ammunition or something like that. And the school site told the parents. So the school, so the school saw that there are numerous concerns that they expressed to the parents, and the parents kind of just blew it off. Mm-hmm. And like, the, I guess they have, you know, obviously they have access to the texts that were going back and forth. And I guess the mom had text, texted the kid like, "It's okay, I'm not mad. Like, just don't get caught in class doing doing it next time." And then I guess even the morning of, they wanted to send the kid home, and the parents wouldn't wouldn't take the kid home. And then they want. That they wanted the parents to check the kid's backpack and they didn't want to check the backpack. And I guess at that point, that's where he had, I think that's where he had the weapon. And just, you know, obviously later in the day, he went on that uh, horrific shooting spree. So I, I think they're saying there was enough, there was enough negligence by the parents to stop this event that looked like right. it was inevitable to everybody around them, except for the parents, that the parents should be held responsible for, for the actions of their kid. And they bought the yeah. kid the gun too. On top of that, yeah. If the least, the least the parents did is just keep kept them out of school. And be like, hey, you yeah, know, you can't go back to school. You're you're acting kind of weird. You're acting weird, man. You know, if, we have to hold you back and yeah. 
if they had kept him home or checked the backpack, yeah, I guess four kids died and seven got shot. It's horrible. Yeah, why? Why are you? Why are you taking a gun to school, kid? Come on, man. Come on, man. Come yeah. on. What's not? You know. Come on. Yeah, um, so did we? Oh, go ahead. No, just yeah. You know, I'm sure you're gonna be following it along. The, the media is gonna be following that case along, just like that Rittenhouse case. So I'm sure we'll did, have more, more hear more stuff. Did about we? It. Did we ever follow up on the uh, the one guy with the girlfriend and how he how he offed himself? And we, and no, well, I don't know. If we I don't know if we did. Cause like yeah, cause it came out that he offed himself. And you know, and and I guess like they, they're thinking they there might be some charges to the parents, and like I always had like that theory that the parents might have known, and you know, it's like it's my own little like, you know, n- not to be slanderous or anything, but that the parents might have known, and maybe the parents had something to do with like his offing, you know, like they, they knew where his bag was, they knew where the body was. It just it just seems kind of like so like like you know weird, like maybe they, you know, I, I don't want to say that they that they did it themselves, you know, maybe one of the parents, but. Uh, it's just kind of weird. When I, the last thing I read that the parents might have been charged with with something. In wow. Well, yeah, at least like aiding and abetting. I think. Yeah, right? yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I almost, I feel like it's almost certain that he told them at some point, and they might have set them off. Like, like you ruined every, you know, you ruined everything. I mean, you know, think about it. Literally, it's ruining everybody's life. So. Yeah, didn't the mom have like a burner phone and you know to commute to allegedly to communicate with the uh, with the kid. They st- they steered the, the enforcement law enforcement yeah. to an area yeah. that that yeah. was already had previously been checked. Yeah, well, that's and what I'm so saying. Like All of a sudden, knew. they show up and yeah. the, the body's there and the bag yeah. the bag is there. But I think it, I even think like one of the bags had like his diary. That's like like wait a minute now it's all of a sudden found like you know like I'm gonna off myself. A little too convenient. Yeah, it's very con- it was just very convenient. At, at the least, it's gonna be like probably some kind of obstruction. But obviously, I. I think it goes deeper. Like I'm thinking like something, something more deeper and darker that the parents might've just like, or maybe the father might've been like, like you've, you've ruined everything. Like I'm, I'm going to off you now. Yeah. I don't know. That's my like a whole, like, like a subplot. It's, like a it's subplot. a whole subplot. Exactly. Exactly. Like the dad like, had like, like, a, like a I brought dad. you into this world. I'm going to take you out. <laughs> like, yeah. like you should have known better boy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, but I'm sure, I'm sure TV movies all around. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everything's, everything's a TV movie. Yeah. The, that Gucci uh, is supposed to be out. Is that out yet already? Gosh, you know what's so funny is I, I didn't I didn't even know anything about it. But I think on YouTube, like I keep seeing this video pop up where it has like Lady Gaga. Gaga. And, uh, yeah, and it has Jared, a comparison. Like Jared Leto and uh, oh, really? Jared Leto, oh. Gaga, and uh, uh, Kylo Ren, I believe, are in that. Really? Wow. Yeah. So it's an all-star cast. Yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to check that because I, 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 the video keeps popping up to like compare like the voices. I, I didn't listen to it. It's spot but, on. No, they're spot on. Really? But the original with the original Gucci and Lady Gaga's impression. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's spot. It's pretty spot on. Now, does Lady Gaga like get to sing in here, or is she gonna like do like this? This is the background music. Like, is she gonna do like the opening <laughs> the theme song? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm yeah, a big fan I, of Gaga. So the, yeah. the girl does have acting chops, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever watch the American Horror Story with her in it or no? No, the only thing I, the only thing I ever before prior to the uh, Stars Born, the only thing I saw with her was that that skit by those. But I want to say I want to say it's the it's the two guys that do the uh, the the Bash Brothers, but it's the one it's, it was a Saturday Night Live skit something about something, something about like they're like the box and like are, are they both go and have like sex with like Lady Gaga, it's something like that and it's like a like a '90s like retro thing and it's like and it's like a song that goes along and they're like singing in about like gay, like having like a thing with Lady Gaga, I'll, I'll send you the link to it. Oh. It's a, it's, a, it's an SNL skit I think. It's like Andy Samberg. Is yeah, that- exactly, exactly. I can't remember who the other guys. I, I don't think the other guy is uh, uh, the Mike McGuire character. It's one of the other <laughs> SNL guys. 
I haven't heard that in a long time. I have to go be back and revisit. It's, the time, it's time to bring that. it back. <laughs> the brilliance of that. Uh, all right, let's get into the South Park episode. Oh, um, yeah. The, the post-COVID episode, which yeah. is, a, again, part of that that many million dollar wow. deal with uh, with Trey Parker and uh, what's the other guy's name? Matt Stone? Matt Stone, yeah. Uh, to provide these, I think, two or three um, longer episodes per year. And so the yeah. first uh, first one of those specials was came out, uh, and it's called Post COVID, and has a runtime of 59, 59 minutes. Uh, and I guess the setup is it's supposed to be a post COVID world, and yet somehow they've aged like probably thirty or thirty five years. It, it, it takes now. place. In, it obviously takes place in the future. The, the whole joke <laughs> is that it's still going on. Like you know, it's still it's still <laughs> like going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and they're all old now. They're like uh, they're probably like they're, they're in their forties, late forties. <laughs> yeah. So like forty that. years have passed, uh, and that's the joke, right? COVID's taking a long, much longer time to get out yeah. of COVID than anyone realizes. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw it, and I'm trying to remember what the heck the story's about, and so I had to like, kind of like fast forward um, through well, it a well, little well, while it, ago. Yeah, you're right because it's Kenny. Kenny, I guess, dies, and then they they explain that Kenny's like this famous scientist, this rich eccentric scientist, exactly. And <laughs> and he dies, so they go back to 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 to, to, to kind of solve, I guess, solve the uh, and they use that whole it thing, that premise where we said when we were kids, we'd come back, like you know. So yeah, so they go back for Kenny, <laughs> and they meanwhile, meanwhile, they all went their own ways, and they kind of, I guess, all had a falling out because of right, COVID. Right, right. Yeah. Although, like. although, although, actually, actually, it's not because of COVID. It, well, it's kind of COVID, but there's other stuff that happened too. And, it's, and obviously, I haven't really been following the last like South Park, but there's that whole so, uh, subplot where it's the father, like the father, like has the pot farm. <laughs> the integrity. And, like, the, yeah, the integrity. It, exactly. And like, apparently, like, not, not, well, first of all, doesn't he like start like the whole COVID thing? Like, uh, oh, yeah. Like, he brings he, it he back. He has sex with the mangolin. Yeah. Him and uh, Mickey Mouse. Go yeah. like to China, I think, or they so, go something they, like that. Yeah, go, I, I, or, I saw or maybe maybe Holland or the Netherlands. They go somewhere, and yeah. they're like Mickey Mouse is like this party. It's pretty funny. Mickey Mouse is heavy like a party animal. He's like even live to you like had sex with this and that, and then like the the pangolins. I think the last thing that that uh, that Randy <laughs> has sex with, and yeah, it's the COVID. It gets the COVID virus. Yeah, and then yeah, so they, but but then I guess it like, goes back to the farm, and uh, I get I guess like what's his face kills everybody like like everybody dies like at the farm so it's it's kind of like a it's very dark too where like the mom <laughs> dies and the sister dies and you know and the farm gets burned down and he loses all the pot and stuff like that and he had the cure for like he was I guess he was one of his strains of pot was like the cure oh <laughs> and it, it, but it gets destroyed too so so that and that's and I guess that caused a lot of like friction and hatred. Like with the with the with the rest of the friends, so we see Stan and Stan. You think is married because you mm -hmm. see a woman that's that's, that's a funny that was time. funny, yeah. And then you realize it's Alexa. It's Ale Alexa. Alexa. Like a <laughs> Alexa. She's like a you know, it's like a nagging, kind of like a very na cliche nagging, cliche nagging yeah, wife. Yeah. <laughs> like um, like f you, f you, like a f you. Uh, would you like to? There's a new item in Amazon Prime. Would you like to? <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, that's uh, funny. I, and then the other big reveal is that Cartman has converted to Judaism. Yeah, he's the a rabbi. Big, the rabbi, big... rabbi Cartman. <laughs> uh, see, so, so I was talking to somebody, was, and they're like, "Is is Cartman Jewish in the series?" 
or is he or is he not like the whole joke is like he just he's a self-loathing jew is that what the whole joke is that's or? a that's a great point that we talked about uh here in the house oh, is, is yeah. cartman is cart i mean you know is, is cartman a jew to begin with yeah is he just like Jewish a, he, to begin with yeah that's the other i was wondering that you know is he because you know obviously he does, obviously as a kid He's very anti-Jewish, so 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 it makes me wonder: Is he just like he? Is it because you know? Maybe I'm not. Maybe I guess maybe the family's just not a practicing. You know, they're not practicing Jews, and he just, that's why he doesn't like them. But it's just really weird. That all of a sudden, he becomes like a <laughs> rabbi, you know, in a very formal, like a very formal. Oh yeah, like it's like it's, orth- it's very kids. orthodox. Yeah, it's like orthodox. It's not even like a. No, but it's supposed to be like the ultimate way to get back at uh, at uh, what's it, Kyle, I guess. Yeah, right? and, and they tell him like 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 f you f you Cartman, you're just doing this to get like this to get like just like your revenge on me. <laughs> oh boy, it's hmm. uh, I wouldn't say it's the strongest episode. It wasn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say the same thing. It really wasn't. But but the, with the exception of of the inside jokes, like the Lexa, and there was also this. Re- you get that? Did you get the reoccurring joke with the uh, with the Japanese? Uh, the, when they play like the Japanese geisha, the geisha woman, like on on the top of like the TVs that are playing, did you, did you get that joke? No. Oh, no. that was like the that's like the Blade Runner stuff. It's like Blade Runner. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like like the Blade. It's like it's literally like yeah, Blade it Runner. Is Blade, yeah, it is with some Blade Runner. Yeah, because I think at one point you see like you see like the cars, like the cop cars on the top, and they start coming down. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> like so obscure. Like wait a minute, Blade Runner? He's that's Blade Runner. Yeah, it wasn't the it was definitely wasn't the strongest episode. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, I wasn't expecting it to be a multiple part episode. Yeah, I wasn't so that either. was a little upsetting that yeah. it didn't have an ending to it. Yeah. I was also confused by like, cause they go like to the asylum or something. Oh yeah. This end. is something you probably, I'm not, unless yeah. you want so this, this, this is, this is, this is what I think it is. Okay. So, so the guys, I guess they, they go to look for somebody named uh, Choss, like Choss <laughs> something. And then, and then when they show the name, it says chaos. Victor, and, Victor Chaos. Yeah. Victor <laughs> Chaos. And, but it's, it's Victor Chaos. And then I realized, wait a minute, that's uh what's this butter's character. That's yeah. the Captain Chaos. <laughs> no, so, Professor, so, Professor Chaos. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 So that's like, that's his character. So he's, he's yeah. Like the bat, like they, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you got so you got that, yeah, joke. yeah. I was like, the thing I was like, wait, that's chaos, that's like the that's Butters, that's Butters' who's, character. Who's the uh general disarray? I can't remember, remember, remember I, don't, I only know like a few of them. Like, remember uh, Professor Chaos takes on the sidekick, Butters takes on the sidekick called General Disarray. Wow, but I don't See, know, I don't know which character. So yeah. yeah, clearly Butters makes his uh, makes his presence felt in the next. Uh, I assume he's gonna episode. be like the Joker or something. He's gonna be like in the in the room, right? Like 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 the Joker, like in there. Yeah, so this is just saying Chaos, Chaos. I'm like, wait a second, that's that, that's but it's gotta gotta yeah, be Butters. I, I, gotta I, I be didn't butters. get it to the show the nameplate and it says Chaos, <laughs> and then you were like, oh, it's Butters. Like you know, he's 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 the. Uh, what is, what happens to Butters and the other character? I love the other character. I love is hysterical is Ike, uh, Kyle's like, little brother. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's like the Canadian. Remember, like the yeah, 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 Canadians yeah, yeah. have like their heads like 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 yeah. They, they, not... they, they don't make them look right. Like they don't they don't look they look abnormal. Like <laughs> uh, my my favorite characters in that show are Ike and uh, and uh, Randy. Like you know, so yeah. the main characters they're funny, but I think the 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 supporting cast at times is funnier. Yeah, De- definitely my favorite character is uh, is Cartman. That's no, I think it's a little too easy. Yeah, but, but it's, so that's why that's why it's so funny. I was just watching. I was watching a clip of uh, Cartman gets beat up by one of, by one of the female characters and they're having like a fight. Like, oh, in, that's in a good playground. one. That's a good one. Yeah, and he gets like thrashed. He gets like <laughs> he gets all thrashed by her. That's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that is a yeah. good one. That's a good one. Uh, yes, yeah, you're right though. All in all, the episode itself wasn't all that great. You know, there was you know, with the exception of some funny like you know jokes, it really wasn't all that great of an of an episode. I'm expecting more in the second part. 
Well, and you know, again, they carry the they carry the theme that Kenny dies. Right. Although, although we're in a season right now where Kenny almost never dies, which is kind of funny. Oh, okay. the theme is like he's supposed to die every episode, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We're in a season where he barely dies, which is kind of funny because you're like they set you up like you think he's gonna die and then he doesn't yeah. die, and it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Um. So it's um, he's he's so you. So Kenny's like poor white trash. So it's kind of funny that now he's like this brilliant. You, you figure he's going to be like, you, you always figure he's going to grow up to be successful and brilliant. And then yeah, they uh, kind of exploits that whole. Yeah. He's a brilliant I, was also, scientist. I was also trying to figure out like, so that one scene where like, he's like in the time machine and everybody's dying. <laughs> yeah. Like, a, and I was trying to figure out what movie, because I, I feel like, I, I feel like oh, I've that seen movie? that movie before. Yeah. I feel like I've seen the scene before. Or like, or people are like, they're all like the bodies are exploding and it's like a time machine. And I know I, I just felt like I saw it before, but I could, but I didn't look it up. I didn't want to like, you know, check it out to see what it was. Oh. But, but I felt like I had seen the scene before. Did you pick up any of those bourbon counties, by the way? No, I didn't. No. What about that worldwide stout? It's just down the no, street. No, I, I, I think like I, 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 I it's literally down the street from you. Yeah, I had missed that because Andy had came over because we, we had saw the JoJo and I, and I, 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 maybe they posted that after he had come, had came. So I, so I guys had got something else. Like literally down the street. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, we we'll have to wait for uh, the second episode. Yeah, of this. yeah. <laughs> but, I, I assume it's gonna. I assume it's gonna be a time travel thing where they just go all go back, like yeah. in time or something like that. You know. Yeah. Um. Maybe though. Maybe the the uh, the pot will have them like psychedelically go back in time. Maybe. Yeah, I I feel like they're gonna go back and they and they'll just explain the you know they don't have to like keep them old you know you know they'll just go back to kids you know and they'll probably be like now we can do things different uh, Cartman will still be the same way like you know and they'll, they'll tell you know you know what I'm saying he's gonna go back to the way he was well the the other funny joke too was how like Cartman staying down um to Kyle's house or Stan's house he's staying at um Kyle's and house. then and then like and like he's and then Kyle's like pissed off and he's like constantly telling him like to shut up and like. And the kids, the kids start re- revolting, and, and they start becoming oh, like Cartman. Yeah. They start like like F you, like <laughs> like 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 F you, Stan. They start becoming Cartman. So that's that was kind of funny. Um. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see where it goes. Oh, and that's uh, the, that, that's the other part. I guess when they go to all to do the helping thing, like everybody agrees to go back except for Cartman, and then Cartman tells the kids, "Yeah, like if like F you, like F you, Kyle, like." And then they all, then the kids, they all leave in the. End. Uh. Yeah, well, do, I, do you even know when the next uh, episode's coming out? No, no. Yeah, so no. I hope I don't have to wait for like three months to figure out what's going to happen. All right, that's South Park. Oh, boy, so uh, painfully, not, every time I say like we got to stop watching crappy movies, and then we start with the uh, with the uh, face off or yeah. the cage or cage. Yeah. Well, this this I mean, this has been doubly like painful because <laughs> it's a genre that i don't that i don't like so it's a like, love a love and a comedy well yeah well not so much comedy but it's, it's they're kind of like romantic romantic, romantic comedy. comedy michael's yeah, a romantic or, comedy Wrong yeah comedy. whereas whereas city of angels is, is a little bit more uh, depressing <laughs> but it's still like they're still romantic though they're still like you know yeah, yeah i'm, I'm just interest. not into that i'm not yeah so this is uh, so it's a face-off i think it's like the fourth iteration maybe of this um, it's City of Angels and Michael. So, w- yeah. which do you prefer? Maybe Michael first. <sighs> I can go with Michael. Yeah, I can okay. go with Michael first. Um, so you, uh, before, uh, did you are you are you done with your drink? Or are you? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm only going with half. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, I'm good. So yeah, if we want to do something else, I have another glass. I have, I have two glasses. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, let's pop a monkey on this. Mm. 
All right. So I went to Monkish the other day just because. Uh, why did I go to Monkish? Yeah. Why did you go? Like you were just there. Like you're oh, just like. Oh, because oh, oh. Oh, I dropped Mel off at the airport. And so Monkish is like literally like 12 minutes away from the airport. So I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going to go stop at Monkish. Which, what did you, when I got, uh, got a bunch of uh, uh, four packs. What did you, uh, what did you reach? I don't think I know the name of this one. This is, it's more <laughs> like the clouds on the, it's like a, it's like a dark show me the black. Can, show me the label. It's with the blue. Okay, let me find that one. Yeah, because it doesn't look like it has words on it. Or it does on the side, but I'm in the dark. Blue. Oh, yeah, I got it. Yeah, it's very dark. Uh, you didn't reach down between your legs, by the way. Like, da <laughs> There's a label on it, but it's like our eyesight's all jacked. Lost Truth. This is a double dry hop, double IPA from Monkish. Uh, it's a eight. I think it's an eight point one percent alcohol by vol- volume. And this was canned on. It's gotta be fresh. Eleven twenty four. So about a week and change. Wow. Wow. All right, let's do this. High high trade value. Yeah, we talked about that when I was in New York. These guys, the guys were saying that this is like the highest trade value of anything. Oh, that smell, man! I just popped that. Just like it's that, it's that, uh, it's that monkey smell. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's got to be their house yeast. Whatever house yeast they use on their uh, on their ipas, their hazies, it's like a, it's like an award winning formula. Definitely is floral. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess it's so like it's very pungent. You talk, we talk about yeah. guava being pungent. It's very pungent, very sticky. Oh yeah, you bet if it's not a milkshake. Yeah, you ready? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. Cheers. Pros it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. It's monkish right there. They do not make a bad beer. Yep. Very yeah. balanced too. I get a little uh, vegetal taste at the end, which I'm you not, might be getting. That's like you know, it's, you know, it's so funny. You're probably because it's so green, it's so fresh. You know, people. You know, I, you know, I, I think I mentioned this before in the past, where like there are people who buy monkish and they'll, you know, they'll try it uh, green, quote unquote. You talk about like it's almost has almost has that vegetable, yeah, that astringent taste to it, and then they let they let it sit for a while, and that's yeah. they'll try it again. So yeah. All right, so we're gonna do uh, Michael first. Michael's yeah. 1996 and City of Angels is 1998. Right. All right. Michael is uh, directed by Nora Ephron, um, and and uh, which is the the, connect, the Meg Ryan connection because she mm. directed Meg Ryan in When Harry Met Sally, You've oh, Got Mail, gosh. and Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, wow. wow. So she's like a she's got she's got to have some awards in there, right? Those have um, those have those not won like awards for something comedies. Uh, maybe like mtv awards <laughs> really i figure like the one with the the heavy met sally one that's like a you know that's got like some big scenes in there including that one scene that takes place in that new york the, uh, the dot deli or the deli diner. Yeah. yeah which i which i was watching a streamer and they were in there and they were like talking about it there was like so like the, the one the streamer i was watching the girl was like doing the scene uh, and the guy was like like, like like no you can't do that like don't do that no. oh like in a restaurant in a real restaurant yeah in the actual place she was doing the scene like yeah, re- but like everybody re- knows the bit though i would assume right yeah i think so yeah but it's still funny like you know when somebody's <laughs> such randomly doing it uh starring john travolta as michael the angel andy mcdowell it, like currently residing in the where are they now Farm. yeah that's weird yeah yeah. Uh, as Dorothy Winters, William Hurt as Frank, Good um, Bob Hoskins, uh, yeah. Robert Pastorelli, 
Yeah. An odd casting of Gene Stableton. Which, yeah. Uh, yeah. Who I thought was gone a long time ago. But yeah, I mean, I mean, did you, I mean, did you think that she, she, it's like, I, I guess I'm thinking of like the, uh, because I, I'm, my mindset's thinking of probably like back to like uh, Archie Bunker. Where, yeah. Doesn't she die in Archie Bunker? So, oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Then it becomes like Archie Bunker's place. Like, yeah. So, uh, so I thought it was just like, I thought that was actually written in where she just, she really does die. So I thought she was gone. And she seemed old in that show. And that shows, yeah, oh, she, you're old. right. You're right. She looks, she looked, she looked better in, in Michael than she did in the. Uh, well, in, think about the, Archie. Uh, look at the about Carol O'Connor. He's old in that show too. Yeah, they 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 did age him up in those shows. Yeah. So uh, Gene Stapleton, uh, Terry Gar has a little cameo. Yeah, yeah, um, does, yeah. I think you're a big fan of the Carla Gugino. Are you a big fan? Yeah, of but she and she has a very small role in there. In fact, in fact, in fact, there's two actresses that I like in that movie, and they're both in that same scene. Car- Carla Gugino, and I think there's Joey uh, Joey Adams. I think she's oh, in there. Oh yeah, see, I didn't put her in down, but I know you know yeah. her. Yeah, I know her. She's like in everything. She's like one of those like characters that ne- she's never the lead actress, but she's always yeah. like in the side. Yeah, I've always thought she was. She was in the case. one with the uh, with Ben Affleck, uh, Chasing Amy. Yeah, I think she's oh, she, the, is she, she's she, she's Amy she, in the Chasing really? Amy movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then Richard Schiff in a very small cameo, which you recognize from a lot of bit parts. Uh, most recently, he voiced uh, Odin in, in the last of God of War uh, video game. Oh, but you okay. you would recognize he I think he plays like a waiter maybe in this. Uh, mm. You would recognize him immediately. Surprised mm. you didn't recognize him. Yeah, I didn't. All right, I don't even know what this. I honestly don't even know what this movie's about. This movie's I have about- me, well, well, this is what's that's, that's, that's well, both movies are similar in that sense. Like, I, it's like to me, you know. I, and I was thinking about this. These movies remind me like of of like romance novels where it's just, just things are just happening for whatever. Like it's just, there's really no purpose other than just to have like romance and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, you're right. I have no idea what's going on in this movie, especially that opening scene where like, I guess they're for, I guess they're, they're, they're supposed to be, uh, what do you, what do you call them? Yellow like, journalist, uh, like national Enquirer. national Enquirer, Exactly. The examiner or whatever those papers are called. Yeah. And for some reason they're like in Alaska or something and, and they're taking pictures. And I guess it's supposed to be like a, like a fake Santa Claus, Oh, for yeah. no, it's like it's just like the like you can't think of something better like aliens. I even forgot, I even forgot about that. Oh no, yeah, I think the first thing, and then yeah, but there's one funny line where I think it's I don't know, it's Bob Hoskins or one of them says like 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 because I think they use like uh like uh native kids from the from Alaska. Uh, yeah, and then he says like 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 he says like like could could you get American kids? <laughs> and he goes like they are American. Yeah, so, yeah. So the William Hurt character and the Robert Pastorelli character are are journalists for a quote unquote journalist. Yeah, for a National Enquirer. Uh, uh, what is the Examiner called? I forget. I the forget. Herald Examiner. Uh, I forget what the, what's up with the, So that they're they're kind of uh, what is that? The ta- tabloid tabloid yeah, tabloid there, exactly. Jeez. Yeah, tabloid. There's or a, also is, is that also not the yellow journalist too? Like, or is, that, or is that a different thing? Uh, that I don't know. Mm. So they're tabloid journalists that get a call to go check out an angel, um, yeah. and then for some reason, Andy McDowell has to go with them. <laughs> He's just there for no reason, really. But it's later revealed that she's a dog trainer that that will take over. Um, I guess William Hurt's job. Yeah, but you know what? That's that's not that's not even like a re- big reveal. <laughs> they they show you in the movie her with the her with like around six dogs. It's obvious that she's oh. walking them around and that she's telling the dogs like I'll be back. Like don't worry. Yeah. So so you Forget know you that. know I was I was actually expecting like a more a bigger uh, reveal. 
like you know i was like wait a minute this is so they you know they literally told you that she's why would a dog walker you know it's so weird they never explain what, how bob hoskins even knows her did he see her was he yeah. walking around because there's yeah. a whole thing with the dog that's i guess it's a, a celebrity yeah the dog the is magazine important. yeah the dog is very important it's like a and like, yeah so they can't fire william her or robert pastorelli because they take care of the dog i guess yeah exactly the, so uh, if bob hoskins could bring in like, andy mcdowell as a dog trainer then he can fire the other two guys. It never makes any sense. Like, why? Like, what's why though? Like, why? Like, it's what are these guys? These guys have given you stories in the past. Why? Why would you get rid of them now? It's, it's a really, it really makes no sense. Also, you know, like, I want to pull back to the because uh, we're talking about music in the movies and stuff like that. <laughs> and, and, and I forgot that because we're talking about like Randy Newman does like the does like the, the music. And I was, the first thing that I that you hear is a Randy Newman song in the very beginning. Yes, very much called. But man, I swore, I swore that that song sounded like a like a <laughs> Toy Story. No, well, well, besides that, but I love the, LA. Me, like I love no, LA. No, it actually sounded like a like a ripoff of Against the Wind. Bob Seger's like Against the Wind. Oh. And I was like, wait a minute, it sounds like Against the Wind. Like it's just like uh like hey like hey 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 uh Randy, can can you do a song that kind of sounds like Against the Wind, like uh, <laughs> for the title track? Heaven is my home, written and performed by Randy Newman. Heaven is my home. <laughs> da, 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 da. And he always sounds the same too. Like all this, you know, you know who it is right off the bat. So, you know. and like, yeah, so we'll yeah. get it. We'll get. We'll, well, I think we're gonna talk more about the soundtracks of these movies and the movies, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely, definitely in City of Angels for sure. So Michael's an angel. The the uh, the three tabloid journal- journalists now because they get joined by Annie McDowell mm-hmm. go and they visit Michael and. Uh, and Gene Stapleton's the caretaker of Michael. Yeah. And and when they introduce, okay, I literally, this movie's supposed to be a comedy, right? There's only one scene that I laughed at, <laughs> laughed at in this entire movie. And that's when they introduce Michael. And he comes down kind of kind of schlubby, kind of a schlubby John Travolta. Yeah. yeah. Big, big guy, too. You, know, you forget how big he is. And he's grabbing, he's grabbing his groin and kind of you know, smoking. And that's and to me, that's like the only, that's the only side where I chuckled. And that was it, literally the only scene I laughed in the whole movie. Yeah, it's supposed to be a romantic comedy, but there's nothing romantic and nothing funny nothing, about yeah, it. Yeah, nothing funny. Yeah, where's the comedy? No comedy. No. And no the romantic good. stuff's kind of silly too. It's just, it's just like out of the it's like out of the blue. Like, why are these? Why are these guys special? Why do they get the? Uh, uh, why does? Why does uh, Michael the Sherub? Michael the Sherub uh, take you know? What's it? It makes no sense. Because the thing about it, the William Hurt character is kind of an a hole. Like, he, and yeah, he's definitely yeah. an a hole to uh, to to uh, to Andy McDowell. Yeah. He's like mistreats her, Mc... talks down her. But not only that, but Andy, Mc... Andy McDowell's been like married like what, like several times. <laughs> so it's, it's just like these characters that like, you don't care about. They're not even like you know new like people that are like new newly in love. This is gonna be like the thing. It's just like random characters. I definitely agree with you that there is no likable character in this movie. Let me oh, Michael's yeah, even Michael's a glutton. No, he, smokes, he's, he's, he drinks. He's, yeah, he, he takes sugar. He oh, yeah. sleeps with all sorts of women. Oh yeah, there's I gotta nothing likable about Michael. I gotta add that both of these movies had the had the similar thing, which I think they ripped off from the cover of uh, Heaven and Hell. They they both smoke <laughs> cigarettes. Yeah, it's like literally like wait a minute, this is I, I'm, I'm setting a pattern here. It's like it's Heaven and Hell. It's like a, gluttonous angels. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah especially. <laughs> Michael didn't make as much sense, but the, at least the City of Angels made a little bit more. But um, yeah, so and, and, and also be... also you gotta mention that okay, he's Michael the Archangel, but yet he comes off more as Cupid or Eros. Like yeah. the uh, yeah, he he's not Michael you know, as you know as we know him. You know the avenging Archangel. He's literally <laughs> like a love a love doctor, like uh, the sheriff. 
He does want to battle though. He does want. To, he does battle the, God, uh, one, of, the one, of the, one of the dumbest things I think I've ever seen in the movie. He just <laughs> what, goes the in bull? the field and starts like yeah, with a bull. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's so dumb. <laughs> so oh dumb. Oh my gosh! I mean, yeah. at least the bar fight scene with him, where he's fighting the guys, that looks that makes a little bit more sense. You know, you know, where he's you know that makes more sense because he's throwing the guys around and you know, and it's just, the the bull thing is just so so silly. Does John Travolta have in his contract that he has to have a dance scene in every movie oh, he does? Oh, that yeah, it's it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned that. He literally does like the. It's like it's almost like a, it's it's almost it's like a in between disco, uh, the uh, Pulp Fiction. Type yeah, dance. definitely Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah, vibes. He's definitely doing that. He's got a bunch of uh, females. So apparently, he's giving off some kind of. She oh, says pheromone? that he's in heat. Yeah, she says that he's in heat, which makes no sense whatsoever. You know, he's, first of all, he's not supposed to be human, but he's in heat. Like, yeah, I, I didn't get that at all. And so he smells like uh like graham crackers or like it, it's like all types of like sweet, everybody like has sweet, to be their track like to pie. exactly yeah yeah and apparently he's just having like a bunch of sex with all these human women like like yeah. he's like 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 he's creating nephilim he's creating like these like these de- de- demonic half humans like all all around the globe <laughs> isn't that what happens can he breed with well, isn't that what, breed with well humans? that's what i'm saying there's that whole thing and i'm not sure which book whole, if it's in a holy book but there's like when the seraph the angels have like sex with like humans they create like these things called nephilim which are like monstrosities like uh, cuz they're not supposed to do that wait what are they called the, the, the i believe they're called the nephilim <laughs> Which is like the you know it's which is like the offspring of man, kind of like when the kind of like when the when the gods have like their kids and they come out like you know like the, like the Greek gods, you know, which is probably that's what it's based on, but you know they're not supposed to do that and they have these like so Michael's literally having all these like demo, like these monstrous children everywhere, you know, because you know he's not using any protection, you know he's just going full force, yeah. Oh man, so yeah, I, I think well because then James Stapleton dies. And yeah. then he decides to go to Chicago with them to the tabloids. Yeah. But then you're right. He moves over to Cupid or I almost kind of think like as a guardian, guardian angel for the eh. Andy McDowell character. I don't know. Because remember, least, he says, I at least can't leave. Any... It just makes a little bit more sense that wise. This way, it's just like randomly. Like, like when did, when did the archangel, the, the, the destroyer, like the guy who fought like Satan, like Lucifer and the demons become like this, like, just like this, like, you know, like this love God. It's just like it's just so it's so silly. I, mean, I don't mean. I maybe just got tired. Just like, yeah, I'm tired of just like beating up. Like you know, I need to go do some mundane human stuff. I don't know. Doesn't doesn't he saying like, um, I my time with you's not up or like he, he alludes to the fact that he he can't leave until he makes sure Eddie McDowell falls in love with the uh, with the William Hurt character. Was that what the, is that what his thing was? I, 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 I do know that his so. time does run. I didn't. I'm you know I know his time does run. I, see, I thought his time was running out too because he because he because you know at least at least out of both movies and every every all the angel power at least he does something that's somewhat beneficial. He brings is, back uh, the it, dog exactly. So at least he actually has some 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 purpose. I, I don't even care about the love story. I care more that he brings the dog back. Like he uses like some, you know, so, th- yeah, so that, yeah. that was literally what, going what is his purpose? Is he on vacation? Yeah, I think it says like he's allowed to come back so many, maybe after so many years or so many times or something like that. I don't know. I, I yeah. Know. This movie made no sense. It, it had no purpose. I don't know what uh, the hell uh, I was watching. Uh, a side note, a side note when I was reading the trivia in the, uh, in the movie. Uh, apparently they're supposed to make like a sequel to this movie no that's what they're saying and no. not only that but john travolta considers that his finest role no i i, 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 I swear it's in the no, it's, it, no. unless somebody's trolling 
in the in the trivia thing that's it's it's it says there like john travolta considers this like his finest role like and he wants to redo it again no, you know, so no, i kid no. you not maybe because he doesn't have to do anything he's literally just being like just moving around just drinking and smoking probably probably you know doing everything he's doing in the movie he's maybe doing like a- maybe as a scientologist though he loves goofing on like christianity it's like maybe. you know it's like maybe. it really is a goof on like catholicism and christianity <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, but like I said, he's he's just he's just like a love he's a love angel. It made yeah, my sinuses are my allergies are a mess right now. Uh, I I didn't see, I didn't laugh. Yeah. I, I I didn't care about any of the characters. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like when we go talk about the soundtrack, it does have some good songs in there. <laughs> it's got CC, it's got CC, uh, a cringe career, water revival. So it does have some good music, and also like the other thing I, I was I was thinking about was. Are we sure that he's like Michael the Archangel? Are we? Are, is he not? A, maybe he's like a succubi who's pretending to be like because he, he's having you know he's 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 you know he's he's entrancing enthralling all these females. I think he might be like a succubi just pretending like you know. The other thing is, you know what? Who I thought would have been great in this role? Who's that? Nicholas Cage. <laughs> like, 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 they should literally do a they should do a face off with the role and- like. Like, like if they do part two, like it'll be like Nicolas Cage. Like, uh, I thought this character was like right at Nicolas Cage's alley, like totally yeah. over the top. Oh, like yeah, sexualized. Yeah. Um, I definitely thought that Nicolas which, Cage which might is have been funny, a better choice. Which is funny because when we talk about the City of Angels, Nicolas Cage is playing not Nicolas Cage. He's yeah. like, yeah. Hey, it's just a switch. Hey, it's just, it yeah, exactly. Off. This should be like like role reversal. Yeah. So yeah. the um, the soundtrack to. Uh, Michael has uh, let's see, d- 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 up and around the bend by CCR. Great song, great song. Uh, a lot, Chain a lot of, of fools by yeah, Chain of Fools by Aretha Franklin. Uh, All you need is love. I think, but it's oh, not yeah. the uh, it's not the uh, a Beatle version. I think they sing it. Um, right. Yeah, right. They sing. I think they sing it in the car. What a wonderful world performed by Willie Nelson. I thought about you by Frank Sinatra. It could happen to you by Van Morrison. Through Your Hands by Don Henley. Oh, really? Love Guns by Al Green. And then, of course, and then, of course, probably the most overused song in cinema history, Spirit in the Sky. (laughs) It's it's in every movie. It really is. I actually think it. I think it actually is the most uh, used song yeah. in films, if I'm not mistaken. At least top yeah. three. Hmm. So this is this movie's a mess. And it, yeah. Did you enjoy any of it? I don't think I enjoyed any of it. No, and and I and I always say that I, I can tell like how much how much I like a movie by how how long I can watch before like I pause and have to go back to it. And I definitely had to pause like numerous times just to go back to it, just to like I need to brace myself. To, you know, the, the only highlight of it, honestly, was to see Gene Staples then was still alive in ninety yeah. uh, in ninety six. Yeah, yeah. No, my the only thing like I said like the only part I laughed at was the, uh, the like the John Travolta coming down the stairs. There's also this one weird scene too when he comes down and they see the wings. Yeah, he comes. He doesn't. He doesn't have any like clothes on except for underwear. And then they immediately believe the fact that they're real wings and they're like oh he's got real wings and i'm like wait a minute how do they know he, they haven't even like it's literally it could be prosthetic you know it's like yeah. they don't even check them or anything it's oh it's real it's real yeah so yeah, that was weird no, no all the characters were unlikable yeah, yeah absolutely it, it was yeah, tough. It, it was exactly like 
I, I didn't I didn't give a uh, maybe the writer maybe she, maybe this is like a story like you know maybe it relates to her where she just made a movie about maybe the way she found love or something like that but it's just like it's like why who cares like I don't even care about these characters it's yeah like, no, nothing enjoyable not fun not funny yeah yeah so that's gonna get any last thoughts about this one no nah, I mean it's it's like you said I mean it was you know it was tough you know I mean and, and I guess there's a reason why I never saw the beginning yeah before. And I'm not a big fan of uh, romantic comedies to begin with. So the yeah. rom com, the rom com, yeah. Uh, this is going to be a tough face off because I, I don't know. Well, I, I, I definitely have a winner. I definitely. Yeah, I, I know you have. I already know what you're going to like, but you should, <laughs> but you shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that. Decisive. I'm going to pull a mulligan. I'm going to pull like a mulligan. <laughs> no, it, should, it shouldn't be that decisive, honestly. Mm. So the next film is, um, um. Is City of Angels, nineteen ninety eight, with uh, with Caster Troy. If we're gonna, uh, we're, we're before, for the beer. Dang. Yeah, as you can you're see. Doing, like, oh, I'm, only, like I'm only going with half, half okay. pour. So, yeah. All right. Uh, you pull, monkish. You grab a beer and uh, I'll follow suit with my sinuses. Yeah, I'm you gonna, do that, Bishop. I'm gonna do the uh, inappropriate uh, broadcasting noise. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not cocaine it's my my oh, sinuses it are could be worse who's that one up. who's that one news guy who was uh, on the zoom thing where he was like uh <laughs> he was he was doing like the uh self-pleasuring thing when they, they caught him on oh yeah that, i think that was fake i, I think you that think was so? fake think, yeah it, it looked too how, much it looked you, how too, can you fake that like, like well, hey, he like, wasn't like, literally like, no but he didn't so the, the clip i've seen is like he's in a company and then doing the company zoom and he like grabs a box of tissue that are placed like conveniently in front of the camera. <laughs> That's fun. And they're like, stop, like, no, stop. But they actually never show him pleasuring himself. So I think, I think it was just one of those whole. Well, I mean, I mean, bits. what's he going to do? Put I the think camera, like the camera downstairs and like, unless yeah, he's, you know, I think it's a bit. Uh, it was a bit. Think, uh, yeah. Uh, definitely. A, it was a bit. So do you think he like set it up before and said like, Hey, like I need some, I need some ratings, man. I'm, I got you know, it, it, you know what, the, what did they say? Any uh, any publicity is you know good publicity. Oh regardless? no no! I think the whole thing was a bit. I, I think the whole thing was staged. Not that he did it in front of his coworkers to, to whatever to boost yeah. company. Yeah, yeah. No, I think the whole well, thing. I think the, they're all actors in on it. Oh okay. No no. I well, think that's what I'm saying though. That's what I'm saying though. Any publicity is good publicity. Even yeah. even if they, even if it's talking about me, uh, you know, you know, masturbating, it's still it's still good publicity. Now they know who I am. You know, yeah, if you're, if you're an aspiring comedian, that's a good bit. Oh it, yeah, it, absolutely. It, yeah, no, I, I think that was the whole purpose of it. By the way, um, you had mentioned to me to that Van Halen one album to the recommended it. That is a that is a darn good album. I told yeah. you that's a that, if, if it weren't for that album, I don't think I would like Jeez. Van Halen would not be a thing. That's a great album, right? There's probably only like a couple of like just like one track that I can't take, and that's that that the uh, Ice Cream Man. Other than that track, it's just like I mean, other than that, that album is has like those great, great yeah, songs. I didn't realize it's almost like a best of circa 1978, Shoot. I believe, or 1979, 78. And that album, you know, you play it now and you listen to it, and it's like, wait a minute, how is that the 70s? This sound, this is like this is literally the prototype of like it's like it's great rock and roll that that can still be played today. It sounds like a best of, and that's their first album. That's a great, it's great one. album. Oh, it's good. Yeah, yeah, great album. So I pulled out the uh, this one, which I'm, which I the uh, it's got like the it's got like the uh, carrot. It's like a creature or something on there. Yeah, I got that right here. It's another one that I have a hard time like reading something. Well, the the print is pretty small in it. This is uh, 
free something. It's 6.7 alcohol by volume. Oh, uh, free form? Yeah. Free form. No, is this one based on a, on a rap song or lyrics? Because I remember a lot of the monkey stuff is based on uh, rap, hip hop, rap lyrics. Well, free form is like, you know, you're, it's like a freestyle, I'm assuming. Okay. You know? There you go. This one, uh, gosh, uh, you know, I know I've had the other one of the other cans. The uh, we've had that before, probably several times on the on the show. The uh, Beyond uh, Atomically, yeah. So yeah, so that's that's one that will keep it down. And then the other one, I, I feel like I've had the other one with the astronaut thing. I'm not sure if we've had that one before. So, all right, here we go. Cheers. Pros it. Ooh. Uh, see this is see this is where we need to do a, need to do a show on hops because there's different there's actually different hops in this one it has yeah. a, it definitely distinct taste from the last one yeah but I don't know why and this is also but this is also an IPA uh, a hazy IPA the other one was like a diaper right so that was like a hazy diaper uh, this is just says IPA in the can. Yeah. Well, six six point. Uh, would you say six point one percent or six point? Uh... And this one's a. The, so the the lost truth was a double dry hop too. So. Mm. Man, my 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 allergies are a mess. <laughs> yeah. Really breathe over here. <clears throat> it's funny. It's funny because I, I always say like um, like hey, I'm gonna go outside and get some fresh air, do a little walking. And then yeah. I wind up coming back and I'm like crying and like, uh, like sneezing. <laughs> and like, like, like I'm better off like with the, with the air purifier. Like, uh, well, you have all the, you're, cause they're right near the freeway too, though. Yeah. So all those pollutants are up in the air. Yeah, yeah. And they opened the street up too. Cause I remember it used to be like a, it used to be a cult. Oh yeah. Where it was less right. cars. So, yeah. So this, uh, Van Halen Ooh. album is track one running with the devil. So right, like right off the yeah. bat. Doom, 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 doom. And, and oh Number, well, which is funny because if you think about it, it's that's a part of one of my favorite uh, uh series, uh Freaks and Geeks. That's literally the first song in Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, we can, so. we can, maybe we'll do a deep dive on this at the, for the next episode. Oh yeah, it's great. Um remember I told you what we remember I told you I wanted to do first albums of bands. Mm, uh, that's a that's a, a tough segment. one though. That's a tough one because Why? not every album, not every first album that's of okay. band. But that's okay. Gosh, but this kind of makes like for example, one of my favorite favorite uh, musicians of, you know that we that we just saw that the one of the last concerts i saw his first album is not all Elton, great. Elton john exactly and it's it's not a good album it's like you listen to that and be like hey, i'll never listen to Elton john but again. that's okay though i think i think you, you take the good with the bad yeah, okay that, that's true that, that's true all right yeah and it's, you know not even the, even the great you know obviously black sabbath had a great first album and yeah. van halen and you know, yeah, I guess it can be done depending on what bands we pick. It's, it can also be exactly. Nirvana, Led Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, the, well, I'll see Led Zeppelin one. That's a good. That's a good one you bring. That's up. a great album. That's, yeah, but it's not. It's not. It's not like the one that I would see. If I'm going to pick out an album that's my favorite, it's not my favorite album. So I know, but it's a good album though. Yeah, but you know, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to. I would pick it apart more than I would like one of the other albums. And uh, let's see. So this one has "Running with the Devil" track one, "Eruption." Oh man, right off the bat, that's like literally the prototype for every young aspiring guitar player. That, that you really got me, of course. Which is a classic Great. Uh, cover. Great. Is that the Kinks? Yeah, you, yeah. No, actually, is it? Is it? I can't remember if the Kinks wrote it. I know they did it. Obviously, they did it. Oh, so I'm not sure who wrote the original. Song. Okay. Yeah, it might be somebody else who did it, but yeah, it's a, obviously it's a classic like anthem. Ain't talking about love. Great dun, dun, song. Dun, dun, Come dun, on. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's classic. Eddie, I mean, that's yeah. Eddie Van Halen. 
Yeah, yeah. Hey, talking about love. Do you ever? Do, have you ever listened to the Sammy Hagar Van Halen, or that's all just like, uh, like pop? Van, pop. You mean Van Hagar? Yeah, yeah I've it's, never, all, it's all pop stuff, right? Back in the day when that came out, you know, everybody was trying to transition. <laughs> at, at the time, I didn't really care for Van Halen, regardless. Even like even Van Halen two, three, you know, or D- Diver Down, all that stuff. I didn't care for him. So when he came out, I was just like, yeah, you know, because I didn't like Sammy Hagar. So like, yeah, so to I me, can't it, drive. I can't drive yeah, fifty five. Exactly. I, so I didn't care about that, and I didn't really care about Van Halen at that point anymore. So I didn't, to me, it was like no, no brainer. I just, I was already out. I just remember. I just associate them with the like that Crystal Pepsi. Is that what that was called? Ooh, I don't even remember that. Because when no. they, they they had that song that right here that oh, it was like right. it was a Pepsi anthem. That's right. Wasn't that the Pepsi that. anthem? Like, like, right. <laughs> Wasn't the Pepsi anthem? Like they were already selling out. Like selling out. Like long. Like long before. <laughs> uh i'm the one yeah that's yeah i'm the one is kind of like it's it's a, it's it's a good like anthem but it's not like one of their like popular songs jamie's crying I oh mean, come that's on. that's you atomic punk oh that's that's literally atomic punk is one of my favorite favorite van halen songs of all time feel your love tonight little dreamer ice cream man on yeah, fire oh man on fire literally is like, like if you can play the guitar on that, if you could sing that, like if like every expiring heavy metal band, like if, if you need to, that's how that's like you're proving yourself to, as a band. If you guys yeah. can't do that song and you fail, like if your singer's voice cracks and the guitar <laughs> player falls apart, like get 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 out, get of out. The, yeah, get out, yeah, find another job. Yeah, because that, well, that yeah that uh, David Lee Ross voice and that really goes up there. Let's do a deep dive on uh, Van Halen one for the next episode. Oh, I'm a, I'm up for it. Yeah. It really, really, it really could be a best of Van Halen that oh, yeah. that one their first yeah. album yeah. for crying out loud. I've 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 been telling people I've, you know ever since the beginning when Van Halen it's like I only like one Van Halen album that's Van Halen Van Halen everything else is I can care I can care, give a crap for so I was looking at an article earlier today about uh, that whole rock and roll Hall of Fame nonsense hmm. and uh, like what bands aren't in there that should be in there right uh, and I think number one on the list was uh, Iron Maiden. Really? Like, wow. how's Iron Maiden not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? <laughs> that reminds me of the Dune thing, like where uh, <laughs> where, where where Maiden wanted to use like the uh, the name Dune for the song that to to tame a land, and then and then the guy, what's his face, Herbert, like Ebert, our spokesperson, said like 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 no. like like uh, like like no 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 you can't. In fact, like <laughs> like 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 no band. Like in fact, Iron Maiden specifically can't use like what? The, uh, <laughs> what? like none for you, like none for yeah, you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I don't like heavy metal, especially Iron Maiden. <laughs> what? Because it's back in the day, they didn't realize, you know, they probably thought that, you know, I mean, you know. So, like, Iron Man, how's Iron Man not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? It's crazy. crazy. That's, that's impossible. And, like, Dio. Oh, I, that's what you forgot to mention. The, the Iron Maiden concert that was coming up. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Are you in for that or you're out? No, I'm out. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm out. I mean, it's not even so much like the virus thing. It's just like, I'm, I'm you know, I'm kind what? of, Iron Man's pretty much, you know, it's, to me, it's just like, you know, I mean, I love the band. Obviously, you know, I grew up in a yeah. Scene, you love the, the band. Why would oh, you want to the see them in yeah. concert? Yeah, I mean, to me, it's I've already I've already seen them enough. You know, <laughs> now late. if you can bring back Deal for like, me, my son. Can, yeah, can we bring back Deal? Like, if you can did pull you go him see back. The, did you go see the hologram Deal yeah, with us? Yeah, we saw that. Yeah, we saw that. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was that horrible. Was, that, that, that was horrible. horrible. <laughs> exactly. It was horrible. It was horrible. Oh, it was horrible. Like, <laughs> and it was the same tracks that were already on YouTube already. The same hologram. So it wasn't nothing new. But it, it it was like it was basically a cover band yeah. that had some deal holograms because it was the three or that... four songs that he had already done on hologram, and then the rest was 
wrestles cover bands just like just just getting their own like advertisement out for their bands and- but it was funny though because the one guy was even saying like i know like a lot of you guys are going to hate on this and you know it's not what you thought yeah. but like you know we're all dio yeah. fans like he even he made excuses for what what we were yeah. doing yeah to me it just seemed like it was like a lot of advertisement for their own bands whatever band they were in at the time like oh like you know right now i am in so and so like roxy in hollywood like so you know it almost seemed like an advertisement you know I don't know. To me, to me, it was like a, yeah, you're right though. It was not really a deal thing. <laughs> oh boy. It does start off good though. When you got those first three tracks and they have like the hologram, you're like, Ooh, this is cool. Like, you know, then all of a sudden it's like, he's gone. There's no more Where's deal at. He's gone now. Yeah. But then the hologram is really, at least for the technology we have now, it really is dependent on where you're seated. You're seated true. at too. True. True. Because where true. we were at, we were in the balcony and like the head was kind of chopped. Like Dio's head was chopped <laughs> head off. Was chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> not only that but everything that was used in there was already on youtube or so I, i'd already seen it already so it wasn't anything like oh like a new concert with new new deal holograms no it was all the same stuff like oh, i forgot about that deal hologram concert yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, so the so i more definitely and i mean the the kids love iron man for them, for iron, well yeah you know i mean hey bruce can still keep singing you know even though that that senjutsu isn't i would say a strong album yeah. um you know they're gonna play the classics and, uh, and you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh wait, did, you, did you ever get into ghost no no <laughs> I, I, I was just i was joking about that for the uh, jojo with, with the with andy that uh what the one of the main characters the bad guy he 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 kind of reminded me of the ghost because he had like he has like a cross on his. Is he like the an, anti pope? Like the anti? Yeah, it's kind of yeah, it's kind of like that where he kind of looks like that where he's like a religious type character. He's a bad guy, so like, he kind of reminds <laughs> me of that. But but I couldn't remember Ghost's name, so I was like, I think it's Pope. Like, so anti-po- I was going anti pope, anti pope. Yeah, but I was going through all these different like <laughs> like like uh, religious things. Like I think it's Pope or something like that. And then I figured, out, oh, it's, I mean Ghost. I mean I was completely wrong. Oh, it's ghost. I see, I see. So yeah. we so we saw them in concert with Iron Maiden uh, when we were at the uh, Glen Helen uh, Pavilion oh, Glen years Helen ago. Park. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't think I'm a Ghost fan, but that yeah. one song, that one song they do is actually very, very good. I, that he is. I don't know if you heard. Have you heard that song? No, I don't listen to him. I've I've never really like fully enveloped the the, yeah. the band. You got to listen to that song. That song is actually a very catchy, hooky song, and uh, I don't know. I'm, it almost makes me want to do listen to more of them. But hmm. uh, you got to listen. I'll send you a link to that. He is. It, it is a All good right. song. All right, I can do that. It's kind of like a biblical, obviously, like a biblical type. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, and the, the other weird thing about that I noticed in that when you sent me the link to the new Iron Man concert was that. Some of the bands I didn't, I think, I think I only recognize Trivium. You know, Trivium. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Trivium, but I noticed like it seemed like it's kind of like they're kind of like you would think as Iron Man, you would pull out some of the old, you know, the yeah. old guys. Dawkins, like Dawkins. Dawkins, <laughs> like a, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what band would a band that would be cool for them to get again would be Saxon. Oh, so there yeah, you go. That, yeah, Saxons are yeah, Saxons. We talk about English, English old school rock. That's they're the band that that I that, that you know. I, like I said, I saw them back for their first tour. The uh, the peace of mind tour so that was like cool why can't they do like a big like us festival type stuff with like maiden and scorpions uh, and, is, uh, that, is that over now like, you'll, you'll never get the us festival you can't again. get that but you can't get the, all those guys back or what uh, i'm sure they could what, but like, it, what, it, what are they doing it could never be the us festival it'd be like it'd be like i mean you could have like one of the stage could be like the older guys but you know a lot of it would be other bands and that's where the us festival was where it was like a bunch it was like you know like a several days of different genres going on what was the uh the counterpart to the us festival there was another one too right there was, there was like a couple oh, of them. 
Yeah, there, there was there was a few. Like, there, there was, like a, there was like a KLOS sponsored one, and then there was a KMET sponsored one. Hmm. I think us was like the KLOS one. No, I, I can't remember. That was like what, like circa nineteen eighty three or four. <laughs> like like, and that's a Glen. That's a Glen Helen Regional Park. Like out like like the, like 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 a hundred degrees. Like, so you're out on Maiden. Tickets go on sale. Like that is Tuesday. correct. That is correct. No, yeah. no Bruce for me. Oh boy, that last one concert we saw like was it last year or two years ago at the, uh, the Bank of California, uh, Stadium in uh, L.A. was it was amazing. It was great. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, as long as Bruce can keep singing, he's gonna keep going. As long as Bruce can keep singing, and uh, uh, not David Murray, uh, the main guy, Steve Harris, can keep writing yeah. songs. You know, as long as those two guys are still in the band, you know, even though Dave Murray is like a, you know the old school guitar player, I mean, they could probably it wouldn't even matter if they got somebody else to play guitar. Or a younger, a younger guy. Yeah, yeah. As long as you got, as long as you got Steve Harris and and uh and, and uh singer uh, Bruce Dickinson, you're 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 fine. I still say uh, Virus and and Man on the Edge are great songs. The uh, Blaze Bailey era, yeah. man. Who was it? Who was it? That guy. Who was it? Oh, uh, Mark hates Blaze Bailey. I was like telling you, but he hates him, man. <laughs> those, <laughs> two, like, those two songs are yeah. not bad. Those two yeah. songs are not bad. Well, Mark also like you know from what I call he 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 also doesn't even like the Klansman. And I'm like, wait a minute, like yeah. the Klansman's a great. How do you not like it? Even you know, it's, it's Steve Harris wrote that song. It's literally that prototypical that you know it's got all those beats riding on the horses and you know like the the chants. You know, and then Bruce sang the song, so it's not yeah. like it's not. Yeah, it's, they still play. They still play it. Exactly. That's like one of their big songs. He pulls out his pulls out the Scottish <laughs> flag and starts running around. Like that, that's nitpicking. That's nitpicking. Well, yeah, yeah, Blaze, yeah, but yeah, Blaze Bailey. If it's Blaze Bailey era, like Mark, like Mark rejects it. I will say that again. That virus song and Man on the Edge. I don't think they're maiden songs, but they're good songs. Hmm. I'm gonna argue for those two songs. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's. I mean, all the songs were written by us. You know, Steve Harris is yeah. the guy who writes the. People don't the, realize their that songs. Steve Harris is Iron Man. Really? Yeah, he is Iron Man. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah because of his, you know, oh. he's got all that bass and that that writing skill, and then you know, then you get a singer who you hope can 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 <laughs> can maintain my uh, writing style, and you know, and so far, you know, he's done a pretty good job of you know, I'm a Paul Diano, Bruce Dickinson blaze which didn't last long but and then back to bruce so have you looked at those youtube videos that isolate steve harris's bass uh plane from the, no. the track no you, you don't realize like how much of that that of that bass playing as a driving force in oh, yeah. all of oh, those songs well i mean it's, it's him it's like there's, there's also a lot of <laughs> ego in there just everything has to be like it's gonna be, it's no, gonna be all, but it's amazing though like if you it, it, so you take a look at those youtube videos that, that take the iron maiden songs yeah and they play them without the bass line the bass and then they add the bass in there and they're like oh yeah yeah songs. yeah well they're you know, amazing you know, like, yeah here's amazing yeah without that bass you're not riding on the horse yeah. like your flags aren't being raised <laughs> you're not you don't got your sword in hand you're not like yeah you're not doing anything it's just like uh, a, yeah, you you realize that it's like it's pounding, it's oh, relentless. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know what he does with. I, mean, I don't know how he. And, and obviously, because that. he's a writer, he's a bass player. It's he's gonna make his. You know, it's gonna, like, you know <laughs> like like I shall be like I am full. You know, the 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 rule. My rules are like the bass is full forward. It is it is the main driving force of this band. It, it really does make the. It, it takes those songs to a new level that mm-hmm. wouldn't exist without that bass. Oh yeah, no, no doubt. But but it's kind of like it's almost it's almost like like a, on a subconscious level because obviously the bass you know you you, you think of lead guitar and vocals right and, and drums true 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 and you don't realize how much of a driving force the bass is with a song until yeah. you 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 hear like a, a maiden song 
And when they sit, take out the bass and when they add it and they go back and forth, you realize that, man, the bass is like a deceptively powerful oh, yeah. impact oh, yeah. on a song. Yeah, absolutely. More so, obviously, with like, a, you know, Steve Harris and like a Getty Lee. Right. Right, 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 right. So yeah, you're right. It's it is more it is band specific too. Like the band has to like, you know, it depends on the band. And you're right. The the guys if the guy if the main dudes are playing <laughs> the bass, they're gonna you know you think about it, you want to put your instrument like first. You like like my I, sh- I shall be he's mine will go to eleven. Yours you guys will be number you guys will be at six. Like a see it. also kind of is funny because then I start thinking about the stories and I'm not sure if you've oh, read those stories over uh, the past few uh, years. Uh, another great example is Nikki Six, uh, Motley Crue. It's yeah. his band. It's like 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 his, his, even though he was like a crappy bass player, it's still it's still doom doom. It's still like that pounding. Yeah, but he wrote. He wrote band. a lot of those songs. He wrote it. Well, he wrote the songs. And they're beautiful and he, the bass, songs. The beautiful yeah, and the songs. Bass, and the bass. It's like literally can play like he's literally at that level of punk, barely like you know, the three chords, and you know, and it's but but it's his band. It's my my bass. My like, you words. guys are just here to. Wait, yeah. I can't, I can't sing, I can't sing, but like uh, Vince, Vince can't can sing. sing. I'm writing it, and my bass is the forefront, and I don't care how good I am. Like, That's the whole like Frankie died <laughs> just the other yeah. night. Oh yeah. Uh, what, 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 what's Nikki Six's name? I forgot. I forgot. Frank, I forgot. it's Francisco. Frank, I think it is for you, right? It's Frank something. I forgot his last name. <laughs> uh, because he tries to like, he tries to, t- he tries to talk to the father after. You ever hear those stories about uh, Mike Anthony not knowing how to play the bass and like literally Van Halen had to show him like how to play, I, play the I bass have. before they went into, yeah. into the studio? Yeah. Are, those, are these, I, those are true stories? Uh, it depends, you know. If, if they're if they were literally friends, why not? You know, why not think about it? Like, if you have why, friends, why and you don't have anybody br- else. Why not just bring a guy in who can play the bass, though? Well, or you would think at that point you should know how to play something. You know, it's like, hey, you know. But but I've also heard the stories about how Eddie Van Halen did his stuff too, where he would he would do stuff, but it wasn't all in one. You know, like the, oh, so you yeah. have the song and he would do it. But yeah. Basically, he would just do chords, yeah. and then it would all be blended together. So, yeah. You know. So yeah. He, so he, I don't know if Eddie should be talking about like uh, you know. Yeah, but so the whole so I guess the controversy came to light when uh, when Mike Anthony got booted out for Wolfgang like the the his boy, like uh, the, the Eddie Van Halen's oh, boy right, came on right, to play right. the bass, right. and so Mike Mike Anthony was all upset about it and it got leaked and then Eddie basically said like when I have to show you how to play bass before every like we go into the studio of how to play the song then that's a problem. Yeah, well, and the basically weird thing said, about... go ahead. No, I basically said Mike Anthony could never play bass. I showed him how to play bass for each song. Wow. Well, you, yeah. heard, you heard those stories, no? No, are you saying that he didn't know how to play, or he just <laughs> yeah. didn't know how to read the music? Same thing. It's the same thing. Well, no, well, no, no. I think it's no. a difference. Like, you know, like like if, like some people can play songs like without reading music. They, Eddie, you know, they Eddie can Camp, Ed, Eddie, from when I, uh, it's funny because um, I was listening to Led Zeppelin, um, sorry, Van Halen one last night, and so I was looking the, at the wiki for uh, Van Halen. He couldn't read right. cheap music. He couldn't read music. Okay. But but he could hear it and like and re- recreate it, right? I mean, come on! If you can't do that, then like, what, what what's going on here? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's, you know. So so do you think those stories about Mike Anthony are true or no? Yeah, or I don't exaggerated? know. Exaggerated. It could also it could also just be like you know a way to a way to hurt somebody without the you know. Aww. Yeah, you know, sad. you know what I mean. You know, Aww. like you know, hey, if, if like, you're not oh. following through with the <laughs> like, oh, that's sad. Oh, you know. Uh, the, the the way to get back is to write your own book and then oh, and then like come out with the, the you know, tell all. stories the dirt yeah. the dirt my my story <laughs> so the so the whole so the whole thing with Van Halen it was he was born in like Amsterdam or something like that and then moved to Pasadena really um, yeah 
And so hmm. uh, it's funny because they, the Van Halen family comes from like a lineage of like like uh, musicians. Like his dad, the, Va- like the played, Van Halens. Yeah, like they Van played Halen, the, the Dutch played, or something like. Yeah, they played multiple instruments and uh, they were great. The dad played multiple instruments and was, uh, was great. Uh, at was, it. You know, here's another weird thing. You, know, you talk about uh, what's his face not being able to play the bass. The uh, uh, I saw a couple of performances of Wolfgang, the the, the son. <laughs> He's like, I, 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 oh. I didn't think he was all that good either. I thought, oh. I thought he, yeah, I thought he was just kind of like mediocre. I, oh. I kind of felt like it was, it might, you know, it's, oh. just, it's just like a father wanting to get his kid in there. You know, that's like from, like from what I saw. Like shoehorn nepotism. Shoehorn him in the band. Yeah, you know, it's my son. He's got to be good. And he's really, you know, it's like, you know, how, you know how you want your kid to be good at something. And then they, they might not be, but you still want them to do it. You know, sports is good is a good example. Yeah. And they're not, but you still it's like, you know, instead of saying, Hey, go and do what you want. No, 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 you gotta put the bass for the band. Well, it's funny because when again on the wiki thing, it says that uh the dad wanted both of uh Eddie and Alex to be uh concert pianists and they took mm-hmm. piano lessons at an early age. And then ultimately Eddie was Eddie was given drums and I think Alex was given a guitar and then they switched really? at some point in time. Wow, and, okay, you uh, take this. Like, yeah, you take this. And then basically, Eddie Van Halen had a guitar. Wherever he went, he had a guitar. And again, wow. when you're not good, obviously you eat, live, eat, drink, sleep, guitar. Yeah, yeah. It's gosh, man. This kind of reminds me of the because uh, I, I I'm starting to get more more into the uh, the Dio book. <laughs> and uh, Dio, it's so funny because Dio Dio's you first instrument. Yeah, you said it was a trumpet, trumpet player. player. Yeah, yeah, it's the weirdest thing. It's like, wait a minute, like man, he can play like he can play like taps, like then, then, yeah, yeah. What's the what's the taps? Yeah, it's like that's the at the feet at the feet. We'll hire hire Ronnie for the for the for the funerals. Yeah, but no, but he was like a big. He was in the bands and stuff like that. But yeah, he was like, and they had no singer. So the whole point is not. I haven't got there yet. We start. We finally starts to to do the singing. So basically, like the parents got him, and you're gonna take an instrument. What do you want? And then he got into the, to the to the trumpet, and then but it's weird because like you think about it, like you know I'm thinking deal is there's only one thing that deal you know deal is the master at so it's uh, what some point in the that I've been gotten to it's like hey hey man we need to we need a singer now because all these other bands are are singing yeah you, got, you know we need to separate ourselves from these other bands we're playing and uh, yeah yeah so I'm I'm a little a little curious to see how that's gonna work out in in, in his uh, life story. All right, I think I need a little break. Okay, obviously we're avoiding. All right. Um, so yeah, first albums. Then, then, then we could do um, "From the Fires" by Greta Van Fleet. I love. I love that. I love it. Yeah, I love yeah, that yeah. album. Yeah. So, so, so are we each, each going to pick one, or are, we, are this going to be a, a random poll? I well, definitely Van Halen one is uh, our first one. That's that's fine. So that "From the Fires," you've listened to the whole thing or no? No, actually, I haven't. I've, I've heard the I've heard the second album and the new album. So what? I, haven't, I haven't heard. Yeah, I haven't heard the first one. It's a, it's a, it's an e it's a, like a, basically right. a double EP right. ultimately. I've only it's seen great. like videos on YouTube of the, of the various songs, but I haven't no. like fully in, 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 enveloped it. I think I'm I'm think I'm in. I think if they come in concert, I might want to see them. There you go. So you're saying everybody else around you hates them though, no? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think. Uh, well, you know, I only talked to like you know a couple of my old friends. Like Tony and Mark don't like them. Yeah, I don't think they like them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I like and you know I will say that my thing is you know if if I if I would have liked the band as a kid. Then I'm in. So you know, I hear these guys, and I definitely would have liked them as a kid. So I don't know if I liked them as a kid. I don't know if I would have liked them as a kid, but I like them now for the nostalgia factor, which true, means true, obviously true. It, hark- it harkens back to childhood. True, true. But I have to like, I see. I, I sit there and I go, what I what I have listened to this when I was 14 years old, like liking rock and roll. What I have listened to them, 
and I'm pretty sure I, I'm, I'm pretty, you know, I, I feel like I was pretty picky because I was, I was, I was, you know, I always tell, you know, you know, people, especially friends who like assume that I was like a certain genre as a kid. Uh-huh. And I go, I literally only liked maybe 10, 10 rock bands or heavy metal bands back as yeah. a kid. I mean, it's, and people assume like, oh, you were a heavy metal kid. No, I literally, I can count the bands on my, both of my hands, how many bands I like. You know, I may have liked songs, yeah, but as when it comes to like albums and bands, I literally under in, like investment, like who you exactly. get invest in exactly. And it's literally just like it's like Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, you know, like, like Rush. And that's that's basically it. It's not mm-hmm. like you know, which is funny because it goes back to the whole like who's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden, there. Yeah, obviously Iron Maiden. Yeah. Judas Priest is not there. Um, Dio's not there, which wow. is kind of weird. Which and is kind of weird because Black Sabbath's been in, inducted. But without Dio, like how do you yeah. how do you induct Black Sabbath without Dio? Uh, that that makes sense because Dio is his own entity. What? But he but was. Why, he, but why isn't cre- Dio in there? You know, like why is why is he not? Well, that, that's the other thing. So so Dio is part of Black Sabbath and Dio standalone. Why 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 isn't he in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, I I understand why he wouldn't go in with Black Sabbath. He only had two. Uh-huh. Or, well, actually, he had more than two. Now that I think about it, because he did he did he did do albums after the fact. But really, we know as heaven, as heaven and hell. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But the, uh, but yeah, but it's really two albums, you know. And when you compare like his two to to you know um, Ozzy's Ozzy. eight albums. Well, it, the, it, the other th- the other thing they were saying is Ozzy's not inducted, but as a standalone. Oh, and he himself had an X amount of albums. So you yeah, know, yeah. How yeah. is that Ozzy uh, uh, as a standalone? Yeah. And then like the Scorpions were in there. Oh, um, Scorpio. Well, well, that makes sense because they've been around since since. The but but they're 70s. not. But they're not. But they're not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They're though. not in there. No. Wait, what are you talking about? Like no, they're like like. like no, that's like, like that's mind. the band. Yeah. The Scorpions are the band that got me into like heavy metal. If it weren't for the Scorpions, I would not be like where I'm at at this point. And uh, who else is there that I saw? The Mortar Hits on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. Um, yeah. What's the uh, Must Dave Mustaine? What's his band? What's it? What's Maybe his yeah. band? Yeah, make this yeah. not in there. And like, uh-huh. how do you how do you induct like Michael Jackson into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and not some of these other acts that you know Michael Jackson? I would, which is funny, he's pop. Like, like yeah, let's, let's put so, him in the, so in the pop. Historically, they nominate these bands that aren't I would consider rock and roll, and oh, they yeah. leave out these other artists that clearly are rock and roll. I mean, Dio is the yeah. Dio is rock. I mean, right. he has a song called "We Rock." I mean, yeah, he has two <laughs> songs. He has two songs that I mentioned that. So it's like, oh. yeah. I don't get it. It's I think it's like yeah. the whole it's like a it's like the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It's like a political thing, I think. Yeah, could be. So you want to pop another beer? What do you got? Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Let me uh, pull something else up. The fights that started about 20 minutes ago, so we're good. Yeah, it's that's a, fine it's, because it's uh, late, they, they are in prelims. It's a late start. It's a late start. It's a it's a four 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 p.m. PST yeah. for the prelims and seven's the main event. Yeah. And honestly, it's not a strong like card. A couple of fights. Yeah, there's it's only a, yeah, a couple of strong. fights. I saw Clay on there, so Clay Guida, jeez, yeah, he's still fighting, and he's on the main card, so it's not like he's like you know he's uh, uh, Dana, weak, Dana loves him. It's a it's a weak card though. Like the main fights, uh, is it Rob Font versus Jose Aldo? Is that that's the main fight? Yeah, that's the main that's yeah. the main event. There you go. It's it's um, one of those. They they have these Aldo fights that are like the passing of the torch, but yet he kind of find, figures out a way to win every now exactly, and then. Exactly, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to mention. Like this is supposed to be the passing the torch, and then somehow he's yeah. gonna, like he's going to win the fight, and then yeah. be like, oh gosh, I gotta I gotta keep him around. So it so they they release a couple of fighters. They released uh, Kevin Lee, I think, recently, which is kind of weird. That is correct. They just got rid of him. Yeah. Wow, he's a kind of strong presence. No, he was a contender at one point. It's an astronaut. 
Yeah, the astronaut one, which I I wanted to, I believe we've had this before. Or, or... Right. I got my light on in here so I can see a little bit better. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I'm in the dark now. Oh, this is a it's a monk, double dry hat monk. So it's monkish with a K. Oh, okay. And whatever that means. It's a it's an astronaut. It looks like an alien. He's embracing the moon. He's drinking an, an IPA. He's happy. <laughs> All is right in the world for the alien. I am the alien. I am the walrus. See, I, see, I was thinking of an old school heavy metal song that was called "I Am the Alien." I can't remember the band, but it was on, it was it was on one of those one of those classic uh, metal Blade albums. And in fact, it was uh, Lizzie Borden was on there along with Metallica. So the, the, I went to the precursor of metal, the Beatles. Oh yeah, no, I, no, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to, to metal. Um, oh, so speaking yeah. of the UFC gun tonight, uh, yeah, uh, last night was a, a MMA event. Uh, a Bellator? Bellator? Yeah. Was which, it any good? Um, most, of the, most, of the, most of the fights were mad, but there were a couple of good comeback fights. Early on, there was a fighter that was, that was pretty much getting uh, told on, the, you know, on, the, on his feet, and he was like a late, like a late minute re- replacement. And in the third round, he you know, was losing the scorecard. Obviously, he was getting, you know, getting rocked around, but he was really tough. He was taking a lot of punches. But somehow in the third round, he gets the other dude down, gets him into the, the rear naked choke, and mm. chokes him out. And everybody was going crazy. Wow. It was funny because on, on Sure Dog, when they were doing things, you read, if you read the like the little play by play, he's like, wait, like, what is this? Like, what is going on here? It's like the Russian is cut. Like, that was cool. <laughs> Drago. Yeah. So, so then, okay. So that was one. That was like really good. And then the main event with Sergio Pettis versus the japanese i can't remember the japanese fighters but he's a really good fighter he's he's like he's and supposed pettis to be like the next big thing well the, the 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 fourth round and pettis is being tooled all around he's being you know he's being oh. he's, you know he's the guy's just like outboxing he's fast quick quick and it, it's something it's and it, it's a midpoint of the fourth round where pettis goes for a head kick fake and then he does a spinning back fist and he oh. mounts. He just literally, the dude just mounts the Japanese fighter and he just like a complete upset. And it's everybody, of course, everybody's going crazy. Like, what, like what's going on here? What is this? Like, and it wasn't even to me, it wasn't even that big of a spinning back fist, but it, it just mounts the guy. In fact, the wow. guy was really out. Wow. And, Pett, and Pettis could have went, he could have did a Dan Henderson, a, a handle on him, <laughs> where he was, he was almost going to go to like Bisping, with Bisping. Yeah, yeah, Bisping, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Bando Bisping. And he, he actually pulled back because he was, uh, he was literally starched and, and like a, like a, like a, like a board in the ground. Man, it was a really good comeback, and goes to show yeah. you that, like never underestimated. Was, the, was uh, the brother there in the side? In the no, you know what? I don't think he was there. I don't no? think he was there. Yeah, huh. I don't think. Yeah, cause I was noticing that. I don't think he was there. I, I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he. He might be like out of it because now he's no longer like. Yeah. Never was never champion. Or, well, yeah. or, he was champion. Was he champion when he won? When he not beat, UFC, uh, not UFC. Oh, that's okay. So yeah, he was never like the. He never reached his potential. Yeah. Uh, per se. And whereas where Sergio's like, I think he's too, now he's finally defended his belt in Bellator. So, you know, so he's actually doing really good. Now it's like, a, and I, I mean, you know, people are, oh, it's a fluke. He just managed to, you know, but it doesn't matter. It's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He, he won. Yeah, it was All like right. that. So that was a good comeback. There we go. Cheers. President, I'm already cheating already. Yeah, I was waiting for the cheers. How dare you? Uh, yeah, I'm cheating. Protocol violation. Yeah, I'm 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 already deep in it already. So, monk, typical monkish. Oh yeah, it's got that. I'm telling you that monkish has that house yeast, and and so like as long as they have that house yeast, and you know their whatever the proprietary uh, 
yeast is, it's always going to keep their beers like, you know, a little bit above other, other breweries. So this is more similar to the first beer, but definitely different. Oh, very dry, that too. second beer was very different hops. Hmm. We're going to do a hop test. Is it Motika? <laughs> like a, I, I, uh, God, there's a hop shop around this somewhere. Oh no. I've been in there before. Let me get hops. Are we going to be chewing like on the palate? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We will be chawing on the, on the, on Are the, those like hard, like chewy? I mean, I, I think it'd be like a tamarind. It's going to be like those Tom, like that one tamarind. Or, it's like a strip and it's like soft. Where you can like chew on it. I think we'll be chewing on pellets uh, oh, sooner geez. or later. Yeah. Apparently we've been avoiding our last, uh, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we, the, the face off is just like half. It's like a yeah. half a face. <laughs> face off. Leather face. All right. City of Angels, 1998. Yeah, we're pushing two hours too, by the way. All right. So did you know this is a remake? Yeah, yeah. It's oh, a, you did. Good well, for you. It's a remake. And I think the reason why is because because I stayed for the credits. I've, I've learned my lesson to stay uh... for the credits. Like yeah, Robo, you don't want to miss the Robo Teen credit. Exactly. It's a. It's based on a film called Wings of Desire. That's. Oh, there I saw you that, go. Yeah, yeah, I saw that at the very end. Yeah. 1987, Wings of Desire, a German film. Hmm. This is directed by Brad Siberling, starring Nicholas Cage as Seth, Meg Ryan, uh, inappropriately cast as Doctor, because I would never yeah. imagine her being a doctor. Yeah. Meg Doctor so... Maggie Rice. Hmm. And then one yeah, of my they, favorite actors is that Andre Brower guy, which is from the Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's Captain oh. Holt. I, I love that guy. Wait a minute. That's the guy from The Mist, right? I know it's The Mist guy. Yeah, The Mist. Yeah, The Mist. Like, uh, yeah, that's The Mist guy. I love that guy. Also, oh, yeah. So his Captain Holt is exceptional. I was going to mention that, you know, I he's like, he's, you know, he's a really good, he's a, he's a black actor. He's really good, but I haven't, I haven't seen him in anything. No, in any Brooklyn big movies. Brooklyn okay, so, that's, so that's where he's at. So you that's, gotta so that's watch his... the Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like, <laughs> right. It doesn't seem funny, but it's Andy Samberg. Yeah, yeah. It's this Andre Brower guy. It's hysterical. Yeah, he's a very good actor because he's always like serious. He's always like yeah, which is funny because he play he takes that same serious uh, note yeah. to Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh yeah, yeah. He's it, very dry. It, it, and it's just yeah. Oh, it's just he is that he makes a great part of that show. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the heck it's on, but you got to watch it. Yeah, uh, Dennis Franz from uh, from uh, NYPD well, yeah, Blue. Yeah, he plays he plays another fallen angel. He plays a fallen angel. Yeah, and he's he's ass naked once again. Again, like that, that's yeah, that's, again. That, that's intentional like, though, right? Yeah, he was, it's like hey, like hey, 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 hey I, I did it once. I can do it again. Well, the, the whole thing about the, the the naked ass for Dennis Franz when he jumps in the the uh, beach was yeah. that uh, he was the first actor. Yeah, of course it's antiquated now. He was the first yeah. actor on primetime network TV to show his ass, right? Right. I, I believe that's correct. Actually, <laughs> I remember it was a it was a huge scandal when it originally happened on Hill Street Blues. Guess yeah. no, not Hill Street Blues. NYPD Blue with oh, David was Caruso. It, oh, oh yeah, was he got the wrong, wrong show? Wrong show. Not really? wrong, wrong show. Wrong network. Really? I yeah, David Caruso. Remember? Was, like I always, yeah, 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 yeah. I knew there was something special about that guy. Like yeah, yeah, Green, yeah, yeah, Green yeah, Berets. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it, it was yeah. I remember because I remember the show itself was pretty controversial. So yes, so. yes. So, but you know the funny thing is, if I'm gonna have a TV show, and I'm gonna show a naked butt on TV for the first time. It would not be Dennis Dennis Franz. Dennis Franz. Yeah, that was definitely ahead of its time, though. It's like, <laughs> hey, let's just get Dennis Franz, who, well, who who looks like who looks like uh, I would cast him as a as a 
maybe like a dwarf, like maybe like one He's of like the. He's like uh, Danny DeVito. I'd cast him as like. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Exactly. The uh, the troll from Nightman. Uh, the from, troll. Uh, from, <laughs> you like, gotta pay the, the toll man. troll. <laughs> Like the, the boys t- hole the, the you want troll. The, the boys soul the boys hole yeah I'm, I'm 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 explicitly hearing you say boys hole <laughs> what are you talking about it's, it's, come on oh man yeah. he does he definitely seems to be he like, he'd be the yeah. penguin you you'd want yeah. to cast oh, him yeah. as a penguin yeah yeah if, yeah if batman which is which is you're right he would be the penguin <laughs> if he would if he were if he were the age he were back then now he could be the penguin yeah uh so Dennis from franz um that Com uh, Fiore, which you had mentioned, was is oh, also the doctor right. yeah. from Face Off. Yeah, he was. He's also in. Gosh, I, I think he. I think he's also the main so, bad guy from one of those Riddick movies, if I'm not mistaken. Riddick. Yeah, with yeah. With the uh, with, with the Van, Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel, yeah. and, and I believe he plays the leader of the Necro, the Necro Morse or whatever they're called. They're huh. like they're like the main bad guys, and he's like the main bad dude. And, and of course, Vin Diesel has to go up against. But I believe that's that same guy. Riddick is the 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 off uh the sequel to Pitch Black where they where they featured Vin Diesel. I think Diesel, it was the right? third one actually. I think it, I think it was actually the third movie because there's, there's there's a few of those movies. Yeah, but the the Pitch Black movie had the Riddick character in it. And then yeah, they, yeah, they, that was they, the uh, setup. They spun and off. That was more of a horror movie. That was and a they spun movie. off. Yeah, and then the other one is more of an action movie. And then and then I'm not sure if you recognize Nick Offerman in this. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, as a, <laughs> as, as a random construction worker, like he's literally it's just like, be, like 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 what like what's he doing here? He's like a random construction worker. It's gonna be no his reason. first role, right? It's gotta it be. His probably first role. is because he's got he's be. older actor, but he's but it's still it's like it's gonna be like yeah, it's like wait a minute, what's he doing there? Like uh, I'm like wait a second, that's like Nick Offerman from Parks and Rec. Like I want I want I want to I want to make sure you get this right. I want a platter of of meat, like all of the meat that you have. <laughs> Like salad, like you've missed it. Like yeah, this, salad. Is, this is the food my food eats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to make it this straight. I want all of your eggs. Give me all of them. <laughs> so it, it has to be his first role. I'm assuming it's his Probably. first role. Yeah, because he's literally like he's literally an extra, a talking, a, a speaking extra. In the movie. Yeah, he's he's in it for about thirty seconds, if that. Yeah, because I because I I even wrote down as my as my note. It's like Nick Offerman is random construction worker, <laughs> like, like like question mark. Oh. Like, so this this movie is another another complete cluster f. Like Michael, I I have no idea what's the point. Um, yeah, yeah. Th- there's a bunch yeah. of creepy angels in L.A. and they're they are creepy. They're like trench coated. They're just yeah they're yeah yeah yeah. First of all, you know, gosh man, I was also th- I was also wondering if maybe. Um, the city of angels might have copied Michael, where they decide having wear like these like these, these, like, these overcoats, you know. Because as far as I know, they don't have, they don't even have they don't even have wings, but they, yet right. they have these overcoats on for no reason, and they're like dusty black. They kind of like like dusty like it's like the or. duster like from uh sunny in philadelphia like i want the duster. Yeah, it's <laughs> like but it's so weird. It makes no sense why they're all wearing the same thing, you know. And for, and, and it's always like black. They're all wearing black these black dirty dusters it's so weird and they're creepily looking over everyone everywhere every human exactly (laughs) they're they're just there for no reason they they don't have any they don't do anything they just literally you know i mean i don't know if they're doing influence or they're just listening to your thoughts and it's just creepy like and there's you know it's what's the point of these of these angels they're literally no point it's a creep it's the creepiest thing just to see them around the the people just observing some if some point if they would have had like an evil influence and had like the, the good the good one like oh. you know you know, the, you know that whole little the little 
metaphor thing with the with the good the good angel on one shoulder yeah. and, and the and the bad one the demon they on should the be protector they should be protectors against something yeah, you know it should be like influencing you but yeah. they're, they're just they're, they're just there by themselves and they're just like they're just looking at everybody and just listening and yeah. looking and, and touching and, you know <laughs> and even though you, you can't and, and then the worst part is and then exactly what happens that's it's that same nephilim thing like uh like it's like you yeah know, it, it, it is a weird setup. I do like the idea, though, that you brought in. There should be an opposing force. If, yeah, they're, yeah. if they're overwatching the humans, then what are they watching them against? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know, the only thing, you, you can only do one thing. And it's literally what the movie is about. There's only yeah. one thing you can do. You have no power. You're not bringing back any dogs. You know, you're not. Uh, you know, you're not. You're not saving anybody. So, 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 what's your whole purpose in 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 the, in the cosmos? They're they're angels, but you're right. They serve no purpose. There's no opposition. They're voyeurs. No... It's literally just voyeurs. <laughs> it's so creepy. It is so. They're, they're literally the creepiest angels I've ever seen yeah, in cinema. No purpose whatsoever. Yeah, they're just literally just there, just watching you. So eventually, our our boy Nick, who's Seth gets enamored with with Meg Ryan, which honestly not sure why he would be enamored with her, but okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I assume that these angels have been around for a millennial from the, since yeah. the beginning of time, yeah, thousands <laughs> upon thousands, whatever the you know beginning is. And all of a sudden, he just sees this one <laughs> random girl, and he's like, "Yes, like I, like I, I like her." Yeah. So then, then he becomes he becomes her stalker. He literally. Well, well, yeah. Well, well. So, so this is so this is one of the first notes that I noticed, and right off the bat was like, uh, he he meets her outside the. Um, I guess it, I think it's the Dennis Franz character where he's there. He's supposed to like you know, you know. He doesn't know Dennis Franz at this time is an is an ex angel, but he's there and he's and he starts talking to her and he knows her name. And he's like and he's like Mag like Maggie, and but the weird thing about it is, she doesn't realize that her name isn't isn't on her her tag her doctor tag until later. Right. Which is which? She's a doctor. She's literally had that tag for probably years now. And how does she not know? Like, wait a minute. Only my last name's on here. Maggie's not. I would. I would have been like backing up. Okay, I'm backing up now. How do you know my name? I think a right. stalker. I need to go get, run down the hall and go get the security. <laughs> it's yeah. It's so weird. I think at some point though, she realizes he's kind of stalking her, and I think she's okay yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that first part where, where he knows her name and she's like, wait a minute. How does he know? You know, I would have been like. Okay, like okay, well that's nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna I need to go back this way and you know and uh, yeah. then run and all of a sudden get, get security. How does he know my name? I don't. My name is not on the. She later on they show her taking off her her little badge and then she sees it and she's like, oh my name's not on here. Like only I, after 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 five years in, as an intern, you know, as a doctor, I just realized my name is not on here. Not and she smiles. I'm like, wait a minute. She's is he already seducing her with his with his with his his his, his angelic powers? This might be one of the, uh, the the one of the few roles I think we've seen where Cage cages himself too. Oh yeah, though. literally himself. He's and, very and, subdued. And I almost got the impression where it's like, hey, you got to play it very like like low key. You can't. You, you're not going to have any. Uh, <laughs> you can't. You can't do that. It's not going to happen. And you know, maybe when you maybe when the transition happens later on, the the whole little plot, you know, the plot point, maybe yeah. we might give you something to to bite on. Yeah, but I have to. I have to yell. I have to scream. Yeah, I, I have to scream I, my lines. I, I have to do it. Come on, come on. <laughs> oh my gosh! There, so there, there was also a scene. There's a scene where she, because she's, uh, I guess she's the girlfriend of the uh, the other guy. The, yeah, the, the doctor. She, the doctor. Yeah, and there, there's like this one weird scene where like the dog they they have a dog together, I guess, and the dog gets a tick, 
and then she's all freaked oh, yeah. out by the dog. Yeah. This is literally though. This is literally a woman who operates on hearts, she, <laughs> and she can't handle a tick on a dog. And I'm like, wait, what's going on here? Like, what is this? Like, what's going yeah. on here? This is she, so weird. She literally massages that guy's heart, and he dies. Yeah, which, she's like, got which is I hands. think why I think so that that's the first time that Nicholas Cage sees her because he's right. there for the guy who's dying. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I'm going in there. She's rubbing the heart. And yeah, she can't handle a tick. <laughs> that makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, she can't handle a tick. It's like, it makes it's no just, sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. No sense. Whatsoever. This whole movie does not make any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, want, I, want, I want it to make sense, but none of it, none of it makes sense. Yeah. And then uh, it gets even weirder, weirder after where she's starting to kind of put two thing, two things together where that he's not, he might not be like human or something like that. And then she does like the weirdest thing that I've ever seen a character do. She stabs him. Like, she's, oh, yeah. like she's, <laughs> the knife goes. No, no, she doesn't stab him. She slices through his finger. Slices, yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, it goes I right think, through think, his finger, right? Yeah. No, I think, I think she notices. Well, first he, he's cutting, he's cutting like I think uh, he does that and she sees it. Then she stabs she's him. She sort of offhand sees it, and then she goes yeah. and says, Hey, let me test this theory and stab, stab you. him. Yeah, let me stab you. So I'm a doctor, I can I, yeah, I can she, stitch yeah, you up. Yeah, yeah. She, but still, it, she's, she's literally bleep? assaulting him. She's assaulting him. <laughs> and, then, and what was she expecting? Like, was she expecting him to be like a, an alien or an angelic being? And then, and you know, it's like, wait a minute, you're you kind of are expecting if you're gonna stab somebody and not go to and not go to jail for it, I, you must you're probably assuming that he's some not human anymore. And, you know, and then she gets all freaked out, like, oh, you're not human. That's you know, like, you know, what are you? It's like, I'm like, what's going on here? You expected that though. So. The early on, or at least at least earlier on, there's a there's a line that happens that kind of leads you to believe what's going to happen at the end. Because at the end, you realize God is not uh, God. God is a vengeful and angry God. Like the theme, the, the theme of this uh, for me, the theme of this is God's angry and see, see, and, like see, don't see, betray see, God. There's a line in the end though. There's a line in the end though where where Nicholas Cage mentions that to the uh, the one actor where he tells him like 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 why is God doing this? Yeah, and then he tells him like you know better than that. Yeah, like, but like, that's a cop out. That's a cop out. Yeah, God's but angry. But, yeah, God's but angry at him. Well, 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 he doesn't really answer, but he says you know better. than yeah. So he's kind of like he's t- so regard- a regardless. Out. That's a cop. You don't out. know if he means that or yeah, he's just saying it's a cop out. Yeah. I, th- I think that is a cop out. Yeah. Well, so, because he because he doesn't directly answer the question, but he's 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 either saying God's not angry or maybe he is, and you know that already. It's like you know, so like you know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna proffer something a, a little bit different in that with the Dennis Franz character when he meets him in the in the uh, in the in the in the room. Right, and he go and basically when Dennis fans like admits like oh yeah I was like you and now I'm not, but yeah. right before that conversation starts, he says, "I know you're not here for me." Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nicholas Cage's response is, "No, I'm here for her." So it kind of leads you to believe that Nicholas Cage knows she's gonna die, because he's uh... there. He's there to pass people over, right? Like in like in the <sighs> operating room. Yeah, I don't. I almost got the impression that they don't know about that. No, I think he. I think he forgets when he becomes human. Because he even tells one guy, like, 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 were you there? Did you know? He's like, he's like, nope. Like, like, I wasn't there. I, I didn't know. I so think I, 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 Nicholas I, I, Cage is there for Meg Ryan all along for her to die. But that, but that makes no sense in the actual. No, it does make complete sense. He's there. He's there to watch people die. That's his purpose. Is that the whole point of the angel to watch him die? See, see, well, see, that, see, that's why that. he. That's how he met Meg Ryan. Remember, the guy and was also, dying. 
in the the guy was dying in the operating well, room. See now, now here's my thing though. Okay, okay, if if you're right, that kind of makes sense why he becomes human just to have that one moment because it's like my thing was, I just realized here if Nick Cage doesn't do what he does. Meg Ryan lives like a full life and she goes on and like, you know, no. because of him being there, no. she, you know, she, he, you know, because, because cause she goes out for him, she goes out and gets like, yeah. you know, she goes out and gets, and gets killed. If he's not there, she lives her own life. After. No, I think she's destined to die. I think he knows that. I think he for, maybe forgets that when he, he becomes human. Are you are you saying it's because the human emotion comes out after like um, research questions? I, I think I think he, when you have your angelic like foresight, when yeah. you become a human, you no longer have that. Oh, so no. he, but, yeah, but you're he, right. You're right. He you're specifically right. says, "I'm not here for you, Dennis Franz. I'm oh, here yeah. for her." Yeah, yeah. And Dennis Franz kind of dismisses it and says, "Oh yeah, because she's cute." Yeah, exactly. So, so we think, yeah, so that's think, what I was we, thinking of. Yeah, no, we think that it's all about the love story. But no, I, see, I think Nicolas Cage is there to be by her side when she dies. You see, I see. I don't think they know because Nick, Nick, uh, or what's his face, Dennis Franz, he, the reason why he does, because he also falls in love with somebody, yeah. and his life winds up being fruitful. Yeah. And he has kids sure. And, sure. and whatnot. So, 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 this, so this seems kind of weird that all, like, you know, like, hey, you know what's going to happen, you know, you know, you know, I would have figured that Dennis Franz would have mentioned that, like, yeah, you know, you know what's going to happen if you do that. No, but Dennis Franz didn't necessarily necessarily meet his wife to guide her to the other side, whereas mm-hmm. I think Nicholas Cage met Meg Ryan to guide her through the other side, and I think he forgets that when he becomes mm-hmm. a human. I see what you're and saying. I, I think her death yeah. was inevitable. Yeah, and you're right though, because when he becomes human, it, what he ultimately, you know, Franz tells him how to do it. Basically, just yeah. basically just fall from heaven. It's literally like Lucifer. You know, you fall from heaven yeah. and you become yeah. human. Yeah. Yeah, you, you um, might be right though. You might be I right. Th- I think another, I need another pause. Okay. All right. Quick. Yeah, the whole thing's kind of dark and fatalistic to begin with, so it kind of makes sense that he ne- he's there for her to die, and then when he becomes human, he forgets about that because he didn't have that foresight, and then it's she, possible, yeah. and then she dies. And then also, and then the other well, even before that, when he hooks up with her and they're at this like beautiful cabin and stuff like that. Obviously, Meg Ryan has a lot of money because she's like a doctor, and you know they they have sex and it's like it's it's also a weird movie. It's like he's like literally and she's telling him she's describe it, describe what it's like. It's like warm, oh. like warm. Yeah, it's warm. It's like it's like it's really weird. And then, and then even after when he takes a shower and he's and it's, he's actually at, he's buck naked in it too. So that's probably it's a, it's the only Nicolas Cage movie and Nicolas Cage scene in the movie where he's naked in the shower. So I thought that was kind of funny too. Yeah, it's uh, and then she dies, and then you realize God. Is, so I say God's punishing him too, though. Fallen angels, you know, fallen, <laughs> got, got, you know, fallen angels. God, got to teach you a lesson. So the Andre Barr guys say, like, you know, better than that. But yeah, nevertheless, yeah. like, like Meg Ryan dies. So I, so again, the whole thing's kind of depressing, fatalistic. I think Meg Ryan's doomed to die to begin with, um, mm. and he knows this. But then forgets it because he becomes human. Right, right. Which is still, which I mean, I guess it kind of, you know. But like, why does he need to experience it with her? Like for the, yeah. you know, the, the, you know, the sex and the love, yeah, you know, just that. for one hour. It's literally, yeah. it's literally probably what six hours or no, no. Actually, it's a little bit longer. So he does have to go find her. You know, that's that's another little subplot where, where once he once he falls to hit, once he falls to earth, he has to like figure out like I'm no longer have the ability to to uh, teleport 
like from place to place. I I have to take the bus and I have to take the RTD to to get where I need to go. How about when how about when you fall from Earth as an angel and become human? One of the first people you see is Nick Offerman. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Like, yeah, and also, why was he bleeding? Like, I, you know, it's like he was kind of bloody too. Yeah, it's cute because like, he's human. He literally jumped off a building. He would have been splat. You know, literally, if, if, if that's, that's true. true, he would have been like a, a spot on the uh, on the ground. Yeah, it's a, the whole thing's a mess. They, yeah. they he the the script cages him. We don't think about that. Like the <laughs> well, script cages him. Let's get to the real reason why this movie was popular. Let's let's uh, get to the, the sound uh, the soundtrack the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, the soundtrack as good as it is, it's like shoehorned. Like oh, it, like oh, the songs yeah. don't make sense when they're when they're when they're being. There's one, the movie. but there's one song that definitely stands out in this movie, and that's which is which really caught me off guard. Because uh, Angel. Well, see, okay, now, okay, say so that's so. So don't say age, Iris. Don't say Iris. No, no. So this oh. is it's weird because the songs are kind of like misplaced. I felt like they're misplaced in the movie. Yeah, they're like all a, they're all shoehorned in. Yeah, with they, the they, they hired a bunch of bands that contribute oh, one yeah, song to the yeah. soundtrack. And, and don't get me the wrong, this they're shoehorned. They're good remember, songs, but they're shoehorned. When this came out, this was like a big like a big like transfer like a Napster back in the day too when it came <laughs> out. Everybody was you know, these songs were super popular and super you know especially in that digital. The the uh you know at the beginning of that where like all those songs were becoming like hits like the you know like you said like the Iris and the uh Sarah McLaughlin so I so you assumed I'm gonna like the Sarah McLaughlin songs with the big song oh the feeling you, love by Paula you, Cole the, the the that's in yeah. there the you uh, two who I don't even remember the movie I apparently played early on yeah but but, but that, yeah I, I missed that and there's it might the, be the uh, one of the first songs Peter, uh, Peter Gabriel's um uh the uh, I, grieve I grieve song at the funeral. But it's not until oh. the credits pop up. Oh. It's not until the credits pop up. And then all of a sudden, I hear a song that I totally forgot about. So Alanis after all these years, Yeah, Alanis Morris's uh, uh, Uninvited. And it, it's play, and it plays in the credits. It's a good it's black. Song. It's a- yeah, but it's, it's yeah, a, but it's not the, it's not her it's not her uh, the album version of it though. No, no, it's, it's not. a it's darker not. version of it. Exactly, exactly. It's good. It's good. Oh yeah. So all of a sudden, I'm saying, wait a minute, I remember this song. And I'm like, wait a minute, this, um, and all of a sudden I started hearing it going, you know, and it's, it's, it's always kind of like, kind of has that Morrissey thing where it's dark and depressing. Oh, yeah. And you're right. And it's like, you know, now she's the, the you know, uninvited. Yeah. And I'm realizing, wow, this is like actually the best song in, in this whole movie. But it's not the studio, it's not, it's not the no, studio version yeah. of the album, yeah, though. It's I, a remix. I, I don't even think that's on one of the, their studio albums. Because I, I was looking, it, I was actually looking it up to find it the is. album. I think it is on one of her albums. It's, it's not on that Jagged, or what's, a, what's her main album? Jagged Little, Jagged Little Pill? Pill? It's not on that. So I was like, I was looking at the albums and I don't see it on there. I, I, so I had to, I had to, I had to find it on one on her, uh, what's it called? Like her best of it was on yeah. the best of it was on the soundtrack. But it's, it's a different version of this though. Mm, this okay. is, this is a darker haunting oh, yeah. version. Yeah. So yeah. like you, like I was playing the, the, uh, both of these, uh, soundtracks on before mm. we started the show. Yeah. And I was like, is that Alanis Morissette? What song oh, yeah. is that? Yeah, and then I realized that I know the song. Yeah, but it's a different it, version of the song. I said the same thing, and you're right. Yeah. And then, then was, and I started listening to it. And I'm hearing that like that. It's and it's like it's kind of it's like, and then she does it over again. And they're like, wow, this is a really good song. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah this is like really haunting and really good. Guess it, what? It, That's gonna be in our House of Leaves soundtrack. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. It's when really we make House good. of Leaves as a yeah. movie, that's gonna be on the soundtrack. Yeah, it's very well. Here's now. Here's the other weird thing. Okay, so okay, so I'm so I immediately pulled that out. Like, oh yeah, this is a really great song. Even better because back in the day, I liked Sarah McLachlan. I had all her albums. Yeah, you know, I had the you know beautiful. Uh, but this song totally eclipses like like that oh, song yeah. in, the, in there. And the, here's the other thing. So I I just got the Showtime thing, 
and there's a new series on there called Yellow Jackets with uh, Christina Ricci. And uh, it's good, I think it's supposed to be a good show, right? It, it sounds familiar. It, yeah, no time. idea. It's about I think it's about a women who get trapped somewhere or something no, like that. I, they think, get, like, I think it's based on another show, though. I think. Hmm. So, irregardless, the the song in the trailer is uninvited. So it's oh. so like wait a minute, like like what's going on here? Like uh, all of a sudden that song's back, like it like it's back, like Alanis Morissette is is back again. I'm going to. Uh, have that on the house of leaves soundtrack. soundtrack yeah really good song for the final song and i'm like yeah this is a really good song like literally the best thing in this movie <laughs> it's like, like jackets wildly talented high school girls soccer players yeah something like that and i believe it's a, an older uh, christina ricci and she's in there and i was watching the trailer because because like you know i guess like i said i got the uh, showtime thing for free or for 90 cents and all of a sudden, I hear, I hear the song. I'm like, "What is it? It's like it's uninvited. It's like there it is. Like yes, like somebody used it again." Yeah, um, the soundtrack definitely better than the movie. Think about all the hits on this. Uh, on all the hits. Oh on this. yeah, Our, yeah. That, that I, Paula, at least four that, of those songs were hits. At least yeah. Four. That Paula Cole song, I know. I don't know who she is, but yeah. that feeling love song, I've heard it eight billion times. Uninvited. This version of it is haunting, but I've heard yeah. the song before. Angel by Sarah McLaughlin, oh, Iris course, by yeah. Google Dolls. Yeah. Um, all of these yeah. songs. It's yeah. Not, it's, this, like this, the, it's like Dangerous Minds. Like the soundtrack made more money than the uh, yeah, movie. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those things like we talked about. Like, like, like how many times have we seen movies where the soundtracks are actually better than yeah. the uh, than the actual movie? Yeah. This is hands down like one of those one of those situations. This movie. So so who wins the face off? Um uh so for me it's no, Cage wins just because no, of the song. Like just 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 because of that song. No, like no, honestly, no, honestly, both no. should both should be cage. Honestly, yeah. both are cage. <laughs> but if it, but if, we, if I have to pick no. a movie, it's only because of the song. And literally that's it. No. Yeah. So 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 are they both gonna be cage like yeah. like, like show both? So, so the, 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 the the two themes, the cage or uncaged is just the Nicholas Cage, and right. clearly he should be caged. The face-off, who wins? Yeah, it's if I'm going to go by the acting, both of them are just it's just, yeah, it's just both are just no one wins. You know, creepy, it's a, it's a creepy and boring stalemate. And just, yeah, it's stalemate. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you're going to okay. go with, by soundtracks, I'm gonna yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> going to go with the uh, City of Angels. Yeah, I lo- I love the Sarah McLaughlin song. Yeah, both these movies were were miserable to watch. Yeah, I, I will. I gosh, you know what though? But then I think about it. City of Angels was creepy to watch. And also, the, also Michael was, was just bad, horrible to watch. There was also like bad CGI in the uh, City of Angels, like when they're sitting on top of like the monuments. And, and oh, it's, yeah. it's obviously like so, yeah. they, they cut them on and, yeah. and stuck them on the, the green uh, screen technology. It was, it had it been perfected. So, yeah. Super horrible. <laughs> like they're sitting on that cowboy guy. It's like, it's like, it's, what are, they, they don't even yeah. look like they're there. Yeah. It's like the room. It's like the room. <laughs> the room. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would say cage him because he caged himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not Nicholas Cage. That was just no, like it was. It wasn't. It really wasn't. Yeah, that was very like. All right, Nick, you you can't do anything in this movie. You're just gonna be like, you know, at the end we might give you like a little something to bite on, and even then it really wasn't like, you know, because he doesn't like, he doesn't scream like when he, I'm gonna say it's like funny, I was I was actually. When, he, like when he's my, having sex, I expected him to do like, wow, like start yelling, like start screaming when he's having sex. That would have been I, fun. I always yeah. go back to uh, the most recent one. Like, I lost my hand. I lost my bride. Hmm. Johnny has his hand. Yeah. Johnny has his bride. Like, <laughs> I want that. Where's that at? 
Yeah. Or the one you do See, with, yeah, like, for uh, me, with the shirt. Be like with the, the shirt? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you rip my shirt? You rip my shirt? <laughs> No, I think I think the so the more subdued cage is like the I lost my hand. You're right, but yours is like yeah. he's screaming. Yeah, <laughs> Where yeah, like he, like yeah he you're cra- right. Though. He cracks. Yours, but, is, yours, he cracks. But, he, but even like you're right though. Even in Moonstruck, he does. He he has his moment where he does like the he does that crazy scene, and he doesn't I love do that. that I love that. I love that line. The movie's not so good, but I love those lines. Yeah, that's that's his one scene where he was a lot, and it probably Sherry probably told him, "All right, Nick, you can't do that anymore." <laughs> you know. He, you can only do it one time, Nick. That's it. Because it, it happens early on to you, right? Oh, yeah. When yeah, she yeah, first yeah. meets him. When she first meets him doing the uh, the baking stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. And that's all, Nick, that's all you can do because I, it took it was hard getting you in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, this is a... a, a again, I, I want to say, can we watch like, quality films? Back to horror. We, horror geez well is that or we can just go back well well if we're, if we're still doing face off we got to go horror because you know at least at least i can tolerate horror more than we, i can romantic comedy we need to do something quality like i don't care There's, what genre not, it is been quality done, yeah but those guys haven't haven't done like stuff like that and you know we've already been through all their quote-unquote quality stuff you know so then we need to go back to i, I still want to watch amadeus <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 I'm talking about the the face off stuff, not oh. the uh, not, not movies in general, just face off. No, we need to go back to the qual- I would need to watch a quality film. It's funny because last night, um, I was watching, uh, I was trying to find. I funny thing is, I was trying to watch find like the the top 100 love stories, and uh, oh, an American in Paris popped up. Have you ever watched an American in Paris? Mm, this doesn't sound familiar. It's a Gene Kelly musical. No, oh, wow, no. Nope. Because you know we love, I, or at least I live singing in the rain. Yeah, singing in the right. rain is probably top ten, probably probably really top ten movies for me. I love yeah. that movie. Yeah. I can watch it ten thousand times. Debbie Reynolds, uh, Donald O'Connor, Gene Kelly, like are masterful. Right. But have you ever seen any of Gene Kelly's other musicals? I don't think I. I probably. I mean, I I'm sure I have, but it's just not like you're right though. That that singing in the rain stands out because it's something that we know from our childhood. But other than that, it's going to be, I'm going to be hard pressed to pull out the, the names of the movies. When's the last time you've seen Singing in the Rain? Uh, I think you asked, you've asked this before. It's, it's been a while. Like so, five, 10 years? No, and I think it's been, no, it's actually been with it be, uh, I would say it's been be within five years. And I can't remember why. No, it, was on, it, was on, it was on something. So I was watching it. I wanted to see if I remembered what I had yeah. saw, what I had yeah. seen. So I, was, so I started watching it just to go like, oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's in there. Yeah. And did you enjoy it still or no? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a it's a classic movie, and basically, it's a classic fun movie about like you know dancers and stuff like that, and like no, people are trying it, to get into no, business. It's, it's more than Wait, that. Unless I'm unless I'm thinking of a different movie because yeah, you know, that's gosh, man. Like, see, the movie I'm thinking about, yeah, you gotta watch. You gotta, where yeah, he you meets gotta, a young girl, where he meets you a young watch it actress. Again. You gotta watch it again. All right, so what movie am I thinking about? Then? I don't have or, no or idea. Gene, Gene Kelly's like a like a famous star. He meets a young actress. Takes her in his car, and then he introduces her to like the like the whole like acting thing, and then I and then she I think she takes the place of one of the uh, like oh, the yeah. singers in the yeah that's singing in the rain. Okay, so yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a, it's a brilliant film. Well, so the big thing about the, so you're 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 leaving out an important uh, plot point. He shot a film in black and white silence. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, they're yeah, moving yeah. to yeah. sound. Right, right. You're and right. So the actual his actress co-star yeah. can't sing or talk. Yeah. So she, she replaces her with the love interest 
which is Debbie right. Reynolds. Basically, she's going to voice the actress <laughs> yeah. because she's a she's a good looking actress, but her voice is like, come on, yeah, like it's it's a whole like um uh because she does the like the voice lessons. Uh, yeah, what's the whole line. Come uh, on, guys, let's go over there. <laughs> she has like the, the, the like the New York accent. Exactly, like, she's yeah. got a really bad. She, yeah, which is really funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's a great and so so Gene Kelly brings in Debbie Reynolds to do the voiceover and, and the singing and right. uh, so it's it's an it's a great love story it's a great musical but more importantly like cinematically it's the 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 transfer from silent picture to sound picture oh yeah yeah that's like the big yeah. thing yeah 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 it really is an important film <laughs> it's, it's it it really <laughs> it holds up. You know, yeah, you're, yeah, it's all those actors, black and white actors that everybody liked. You, yeah, you didn't hear them, so you just you looked at them and they're like, oh, they're beautiful, and we like them. And then yeah. when all of a sudden you hear them, it's like, oh my gosh, what is that? So there's a one scene where like the the vocal core, the vocal uh, teacher is working with the the one woman, and she's like, and I can't stand him. And the actor's like, and I can't, and I can't stand him. him. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't stand him. And I oh, can't yeah. stand him. Yeah, you. I remember that. Like, like, <laughs> and, and I can't stand him. And I can't stand him. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. That's so funny. Yeah, it's 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 a brilliant. And the guy's just and the guy's just shaking his head like, oh my god, like oh, oh lord. And the soundtrack's amazing. The musical numbers are amazing. Oh, yeah. that, that singing in the rain song is like, come on, that's you can't, really can't get any better than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did see an American in Paris last night, which is Gene Kelly, mm. and it wasn't very good. It, it won a bunch of Academy Awards, but it's like the story is a mess. Mm. And so you realize, like, hey, you know, the Gene Kelly did some great stuff. Did did some stuff that was acknowledged as great, but maybe not so great. Right. Um. You you have to watch that one. So I'll, are we, I'll check it out. Yeah. yeah, it's unwatchable. I, I guarantee. I guarantee you, unwatchable. Is, is it a musical or is it? A, it's a. It's, it's, a, be a musical. it's a musical. It's funny though because there's there's a there's a like a, a professional concert pianist as a sidekick and like man the guy when he plays piano and you see him play piano it's like oh. it's it's mystifying. So the guy so. so they're kind of selling the, the 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 piano player too in the movie. Oh no no no! The guys like like you watch him play piano. Yeah. It's like it's amazing. Yeah, well that's what I'm saying. Like like he you know it's like hey let's let let's get world famous. You know. Oh like no, the, he, yeah, and he is a world famous pianist as the uh, sidekick. Hmm. Um, but the story is really kind of meh. It's it, it is no singing in the rain. It makes I think it as much as I saw it and I was like yeah. It makes, you, it makes you appreciate Singing in the Rain much more because, like, that's a masterful film. It really you know, is. It, it, it's kind of amazing how, like, those old movies, like, you know, the old quote-unquote classic movies, like, they're all, like, a lot of more musicals. And then even to this day, the musical, you know, the Broadway play, the musical, has, it still has that, like, charm and that, you know, people love those things. And, then, you, know, you know, I would think, like, ah, the musicals should no longer be a thing. It's silly. People are dancing. You know, they're singing and dancing. But yet, the plays, I love the music. I love the plays. Yeah. You know, so, you know. Well, you take a look at, like, uh, you take a look at uh, Hamilton, still popular. Mm. You yeah. take a look at La La Land, which I haven't seen yet. But that won an Academy Award a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing Matilda as a musical next year. Yeah. I mean, my friend, people- my, my friend just turned me on to one called Chess. So, so oh, I started yeah. listening to, yeah, and, and that one's actually funny. I, I was probably have to recommend that to you. It's like one of like when the actual chess song sounds like an '80s, like it's like an homage to the '80s, and I'm like that. Ah, it's like so, it's silly. It's like so funny. 
it's like a little bunch of pop culture references or yeah uh, I, I, well at least the music is and it's, and i think it takes place i think it's supposed to be like the like the russian guys you know like the you know the chess you know like the and, the, and the music yeah like exactly the, uh, <laughs> but the but the but the you know the music's all it's got that like the electronic stuff the 80s and that you know stuff like that well it's funny because we even made chess like a like a war of countries like, oh yeah oh absolutely so oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the gary, that's, that's, the gary yeah, yeah. kasparov absolutely uh, yeah yeah, absolutely. If, <laughs> hey, if we can't beat you in hockey or you know boxing, like like we shall take it to chess now. It becomes like a nationalist thing. Like oh, absolutely. We, is that like we use them as pawns to see like dot world dominance? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I see um on Tavore that this uh, the blueberry beer is back on. Which one's that? By the way, the one that we just had. Really? Yeah, huh. the astronaut food. Nice. You, know, you would think you would think they would have uh, put a new a new fruit on there. Not yet. Banana cherries. Yeah. Cherry's probably more so. I think cherries will. Yeah. Uh, so the fights are about an hour in. All right. Uh, so City of Angels and Michael both busts. Yeah, yeah. There's movies I'll never, movies I'll never see again. The only reason why I would see them is just, just to catch the uh, ending credits, to catch the song. <laughs> so we're gonna do Van Halen one for nice. next episode for first albums. I'm looking forward to when we do Greater Van Fleet. You got to watch that. You got to listen to that, yeah. that double EP. We should probably pull out like a like a few first albums because you know I mean you know. So what do you want to do besides uh, Van Halen? I think we could spend like at least an hour, a uh, half hour on Van Halen. Just going, just yeah. going over. Yeah. yeah, and also going over the experiences as a child, like a child, like actually you know going to the songs and listening to them as a kid. You want to yeah, do more know. than one? Uh, well, you know, Van, especially Van Halen, because that's a, that's a part of my childhood. But like stuff like the the Greta Van Fleet's obviously new and stuff like that. But so maybe uh, like a like a contrast with that. So what do we do? Van Halen one and Greta Van Fleet. That's like right. it's like a past and like a present. All right, that's, that's fine. Yeah, see, 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 I was thinking like a Rush or something like that too. But uh, yeah, yeah, that Rush. That remember, I think I had commented to you a while back that Rush album might sound remember, like a van halen album i mean uh, not, a van, not a van halen sorry sorry a led zeppelin album no it does yeah 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 rush i think i, I, think I mentioned, I think I mentioned that that first rush album does sound like a led zeppelin album no yeah it does and it really bit. only has one pop one song that we that you would know offhand which and the is rest of it's kind of, and it's it's the last track on there i i, I forget what it is and i want to say it's probably working man or something like that so let's do a Greta Van Fleet and a Van Halen one. All right, kind of like I mean, a compare and contrast. Yeah, that that's a, that, that's an easy one. That's like that's like a for me that's easy. The the Greta Van Fleet is very good, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I do. I, right. I do like them. I like them. All right, fight time. An hour into fights, this has been Bevon because I can't say the name right. <laughs> I'm Leonard, and I'm Gregory. And we'll talk to you soon.